Well, well, well. Thanks everyone for holding tight for us. We truly appreciate it. Welcome to episode 136. We are here, Uncensored Minds. The conversation is about to be on and popping. How's everybody out there in the chat? Shout out to all the members, all the newcomers, all the silent viewers. We truly, truly appreciate you. Make sure to like and share the video. Um, what's going on, good people? Has everyone had an amazing weekend so far? Today has been an amazing day and is such a special day far and wide. All day long, we have been um, just saluting to all of our strong men that hold down the fort every single day, all of the fathers in the world, all of the fathers that are not here with us, all of the fathers that stand tall each and every day for their children, for the women, for the families, for the tribes. We love you. We appreciate you. So ladies, what I want to do right now is if you guys can put up hearts in the chat for all of the men and all of the fathers that are watching um, today, and especially, especially for our two very own T and Nell, we love and appreciate you. Um, so make sure you put the hearts in the chat right now for all of the men. Um, I actually wrote a little something, so I wanted to share it with you guys. Um, if you could give me a moment. Um, and we just want to, we just want to love on the men today, ladies. We don't do that often enough. You know, I know that we are, you know, always in, you know, friction sometimes and battles and battles of the sexes, but we love our men. We love them. Okay. And we're going to, you know, love up on them today and show them some love today. But I wrote a little something I want to share and I hope that you will enjoy. It's called a pen to the men. On Father's Day, on this Father's Day, I want to take a moment to say that it's what you are to her, your mother, your sister, your friend, your lover. Don't ever question for a second what your spirit does for her. You are her breath, she breathes. And if I might say the sunshine that she sees from the dawn of the day, your protection is in play and you are the highest, brightest of lights in the darkest of her nights. And maybe you just don't hear it that much or maybe, just maybe, you just don't feel it enough. But I am here to tell you that your strength and your power are unmatched. And she is beautifully attached to your passion, which is contagious, and your love, which is an inspiration. You are simply fucking amazing. And to go through the days knowing that one of the most amazing men on the planet is a part of her world. She is complete. So never stop being you and only you. You are a blessing and something so true. We honor you not just today, but every single day and in every way. And even if we don't say it that much, just know that your work never goes unnoticed. We love you and we thank you for being all that you are. We salute you. Happy Father's Day. What's up? What's up? I see all the hearts in the chat. Shout out to everyone that is in the chat. Thank you so much for putting up them hearts. 
for our men, 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 men. Yes. Hey, Danielle, Lady B, Janine, Angelia, Juanita, Diana, Rhonda. I see all the ladies in the chair, all the members. Shout out to everybody. Um, we are ready for an amazing show tonight. The conversation is going to be on and popping. You already know that um, we about to get into some shit. So I hope that you guys are ready. I hope that you guys are ready. What's up, Mr. Nell? Is you anywhere around, sir? What's popping? What's popping? Hey. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I'm, I'm welcoming myself back to the um, to reality. <laughs> I was on vacation all the last week. Um, thank you all for bearing with us as... um. You know, we we tap lines and, and telemade kicks um, with with me here, but with me really not here. So I appreciate that. Um, thank you to each and to everyone else out there for um, the well wishes on Father's Day. Um, you know, it's it, it's a beautiful day. It, it's a day to um, to be to marvel at um, because there there are really some great men out here doing some amazing work, um, whether it be a biological father, stepfather. Or just any man stepping up and assuming a role and responsibility of uh, mentoring and providing that role model is, is is a beautiful thing. And we want to say we commend you, commend you, commend you, commend you. I had an opportunity to to spend this past week um, on vacation with my father and just seeing the joy on his face of being around family, you know, just warmed my heart um, just because, you know, it's my father. Um, we were loving on each other the whole time laughing, joking, having a great time. I can see the um the proudness in his eye and even in his speech when he talked about me or referred to me. So that lets me know that me, um, as, as a young man, as his son, is making him proud, which is ultimately our ultimate goal as as, as children of our of our parents is to is to show them that what they taught us um, you know, didn't just fall on deaf ears it actually is being instituted in our daily lives so thank you thank you thank you to to my father my support system um and the countless of other fathers that are out there um as well ish um how was your week how was your week how was your week not bad not bad a tad busy a tad busy but not too bad i'm just glad that the weekend served to be fruitful with a little rest, relaxation, and you know, a little fun. So, how was? Well, we already know how your week was. Had a great week. I had a, a amazing week um, from last Saturday to today. Um, today, I actually got back into town um, and was able to, um, you know, get back to reality, get back to my comfort zone of being at home. But I had an awesome time on vacation. You need that anytime that's you know spent away from the daily grinds of you know whatever we whatever we got going on in our lives is always amazing. Being able to spend it with family um, is also an amazing thing as well. So I'm well rested, I'm rejuvenated, and I'm ready to go. Hey. So like each talked about before, like and share the video. This is episode 136. It is titled "Daddy, Where Have You Been?" Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about the fathers. Um, throughout the show um, today, um, good, bad, or indifferent, you know, as we spoke about before, this is a judgment-free zone. We're going to go right into our opinions, and we're going to have our opinions, and we're going to discuss them. So sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 136 of Uncensored Minds. 
Um, if you haven't already, please go, go out there and get those top fan memberships. As you can see, um, we got some of the merch that we have here at Uncensored Minds. Each has the original Uncensored Minds logo on. Then I have the Uncensored by Nature shirt on as well. So we have a ton of different merchandising, you know, opportunities for you as well. Memberships are available um, for your for your pleasure, which gets you. Like some people don't know what membership gets you. Membership um, access get you those exclusive membership videos that we put out um, throughout the week, be it on Monday and or Friday. You know, it will allow you an in-depth um, view of some of the things that we've been working on behind the scenes as an Uncensored Minds, you know, um, team, which is Ish, T, and myself. Um, I'm excited to announce that I'll be having, you know, my own little something, my own little spinoff coming the 1st of July where I'll be, you know, I'll be, you know, having my own little show um, that'll come on, you know, twice a month. Um, so I'm excited about that. I'm getting ready for that. So, you know, please be on the lookout for that and support that the same way you support anything else that we got going on. And we just move. <laughs> we just move and we create and waves. We booked and busy. Don't forget, we are booked and busy, <laughs> booked and busy over here. So, um, and we all about our coins. So, you know what I mean? Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. So, and thank you for everybody out there that supports us, that that continues to um continue to help Uncensored Minds thrive. And let's get right into the icebreaker question of the day. And that question is, where is Father's Day promo? And what is the song for fathers? Are we already know you got a song for mama? We got a ton of songs for mama. We always see on Mother's Day, and this is not to compare, but it is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where are the promos? Like, where, where are the car commercials? I don't see nobody sitting on the corner selling no um, Father's Day baskets, right? I don't go in the stores and I don't see a display for Father's Day. I, you walk into home, you walk into the to CVS on Mother's Day, you see ten rows of cards. You walk in there now, you don't, you see two cards, and one of them is missing a um an envelope. So, <laughs> <laughs> where is the Father's Day promo? Ish, what's going yeah. on? I know. I really listen, ladies. I tried so hard, like to to find some promo ads. Um, I, I I was looking for songs and 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 trying to be prepared to say, "Hey, listen," you know. Um, I I I, I came up a little dry. I came up a little dry. Not many ads. There were some grilling ads and stuff that they have been running on TV, like, you know, Father's Day, get them a grill, that type of thing. Show them some love with, you know, with a beer and a steak and all that kind of stuff. Um, and the songs, no. I mean, I Dance With My Father, you know, there are, are, are a few sentimental, um, you know, songs for the dads. Um but, you know, it, it's sad to say that it's not a lot. And if we are not comparing, but comparing a little bit to Mother's Day, it's not as much, definitely yeah. not as much. So you are right about that. Typically, the song that came to mind for me was Papa Was a Rolling Stone. Typically, it's not on a, on a, on a up and up. It's nothing like Mama, you know, by Boys to Men, or I Always Love My Mama by the... Um, I can't forget the I forget the group of that name, but that's one of my favorites. Boys in the Boys in the Hood. Boys to Men. What? You boys to Men. And mm -hmm. um, I will always love my mama is another one that yeah. we, we we hear. But we just don't have too many songs. So I was able to Google a couple of them. One that comes to mind is Philly, Philadelphia's own Will Smith with um just the two of us. That's a really great song. Is a, mm -hmm. is a 
definitely emotional song. Um, that's that song comes to mind. Um, Dance with my father um, by Luther Vandross. Mm-hmm. You know, remake or duet with Beyonce as well. That's another one that um, typically comes to mind. With some of the people in the chat, tell us some songs that comes to mind when we think of fathers. So, what's the song? that you can think of when you hear a Father's Day song or a Father's song that makes you think of your father? <sighs> yeah, Nell, I forgot about the um, the Will Smith one. That is a good one. Yeah, that's a real good one. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's real, yes. and it's real powerful. Um, mm-hmm. um, so the OJs, T said. As oh, well. the OJs, yeah. Father, absolutely the OJs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a good one too. Absolutely. Um, so also, let's talk about the promo though. Let's talk about how there is such a lack in the market when it comes to fathers. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and and I've been thinking about this because it, it, you know, you know, mothers, as we all know, are 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 a great gift. We can't have one without the other. And and yes, there's a, there's negative connotations that come with you know, fathers sometimes, you know, walking out, leaving us deadbeats, you know, whatever the case may be. But we have a lot of upstanding fathers mm-hmm. do it consistently and, and, and don't wait till, you know, a day in June to be recognized. Um, we have a lot of, and we have a lot of men who step up to the responsibility, step up to the plate and assume the responsibility, regardless if they, if they help make that child or not and, and, right. and assume that responsibility. Um, why, why do you think there's such, um, a disparity, a disparity, disparaging, um, images that we see that don't cast Father's Day in the same light as it does mothers? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's possible that, um, you know, the negativity that is placed upon fathers, people who've had, um, you know, bad, either bad relationships with their fathers or, um, you know, fathers just not being prominent in the home. And those are the people who are behind these marketing campaigns. Um, I feel like that could possibly be the reason that there is a lack thereof in the market, because you figure the marketing individuals or the marketing executives, the ones that are at the forefront of creating ads and promos, jingles, songs, or whatever the case may be, may not have positive, um, you know, positive uh, uh, father stories or father things to, to tap into. And it's so easy to reflect upon the negative that it doesn't just, it just doesn't shine light. And like you said, the mothers all ultimately always get the the shine, but the fathers lack. And I think that's because of the negative connotations that follow, you know, fathers. And it out, it's unfortunate because it outshadows the good dads out there. Absolutely. Um, it's disheartening, but that's the, that's the ugly reality of, you know, of it, you know, I know a number of us have so many, you know, difficult stories when it comes to that, but we have such great role models. Again, I'm going to keep reiterating that throughout the whole show. Um, I wouldn't be sitting up here if I didn't have those inspirations um, that came from both both sides. I had both angles to see, you know, what a father is and and, and the role and responsibility that a father plays and, and the upbringing of a young man such as myself. And I know each, you know, read her soliloquy 
um, in regards to what fathers looks like to her. Um, and it was so touching. And I wanted to share something that I wrote to my father. Um, I did this for my mother. And I also wanted to share something that I did for my father, if you don't mind. All right. So we're going to go right into this right here. And um, I'm so nervous. I don't know why. <laughs> but I said, dear dad, I'm writing this letter just to show my appreciation, love and loyalty to you. Um, I am greatly honored to be a major participant in your ongoing legacy. A wise man once told me that real recognize real. And if I may say myself, you are looking quite familiar. As long as I have you by my side, I can always dream like you're living forever. I can always count on you to be there to keep me focused. I will keep etched in my, in my being the image of how and why the way a real man makes moves when he is alone defines his own character, but with you around, I'll never be alone. Sky's the limit with the success I have because you helped lay a blueprint to being a real man. I love you, Dad. Happy Father's Day. Um, this message is is dedicated to um, my father, um, Franklin Childress, and also my father, Roosevelt Gathers. I thank you, men, for, for taking a stand and helping to shape me and mold me into the man that I am today, and also continually to give me the tutelage and the um, the love that I that I need, so I can continue. Um, both men were inspirational and instrumental in building this that you see. So um, I wanted to pay my respects to both of them. And the the beautiful thing is, I, um, I have both of them. Um, both of them are in my life. Both of them are are healthy alive and thriving, which um, makes it that much more special. Um, you know, if often we see on, you know, social media, you know, Facebook or Instagram where somebody is posting um, in, in memory of their father or rest in peace, dad. Um, and my, you know, my heart goes out to those that um, at, at this moment doesn't have their father there in a, in a physical. Um, and, and I don't even know what to say towards that, but I just wanted to, um, say thank you to those two gentlemen for um, just the continued love that they continually show me um, every day, um, handing out those hard lessons um, so I can go through those things. I'm out a better man. So thank you to those two gentlemen. I wanted to share that um, with everybody because it, it matters. It matters that we pay men like the men like that the respect that they um so truly deserve right um i i spoke on somebody first and i want to i want i want to and i want to speak in detail about this person that i actually named first after i read my letter his name is frank you know he's my father and i and i looked i, I call him my father he is my father that's my dad he raised me from the time him and my mother got together until now and him and my mother became um, a couple when I was one years old. And I, I have a little sister who was, I have a younger sister who was um, his child that came three years afterwards. So just think I'm the, in the home, the dynamic of my mother, me and him living under the roof. And he took on that responsibility of me. He, he, he made me his son the moment he made her his woman. 
And that is a commendable feat that cannot go unrecognized, right? Because far too often we don't see that happen, right? And before his own child with his wife, my mother, came about, he took care of me and continue to take care of me, continue to provide love, continue to provide, um, you know, strength and just an unconditional um, love that I will always be appreciative. And I wanted to make sure that I mentioned him first because far too often does the stepfather or the other father, and I don't even like the word, use the word step. That's, it's dead. We should get rid of that term because a father is a father, regardless if it's your biological father or somebody that was, has been planted, right? We got to start, stop putting labels on things and just accepting them for what they are. But when I sit back and I look, and now as a man going through life, I see how amazing that was. But he did it without any, he did it without any recourse. He did it without even turning a blind eye. And he did it so, so eloquently um, and taking care of, of, of a responsibility that not necessarily was his to take care of. All right? On, on the other side, the second gentleman in our name is my actual biological father, who I have, an, who I now have an amazing relationship with. Um, and again, the lack thereof but also then coming back around also helped to build who I am. People ask me all the time now, how come you don't have no kids? It, it, it's, it's situations like that to where, yes, I was raised by a man who, who didn't father me biologically, right? But I didn't want that for my child. And not saying there's anything wrong with that, but I have a father over here who, who helped to make me. And I could not have a situation where I have my child in this house. I'm over here. They over there. I didn't want that. I wanted it to be how it was for me with the family that I had, my mom and my dad and my sister. I knew nothing but that. So because I had that on the, in, in the background, that too shaped me. That too made me realize, hey, you got you to gotta make sure you be careful. You got to make sure that you're responsible. You got to make sure that even if that does happen, you re you are responsible enough to be able to take care of this family because that ultimately is your responsibility from here on out. You say what you say the things that you don't want. You can't put yourself in those positions to not to to have that and let that be your reality. So hence the reason why at forty two years old I have no children biologically, but I have a ton of children whose lives that I've been in. That I've that I, that I've that I've helped, even to this day, that I am still consistent in their life today because of relationships that I might have been in with women that had children. That same thing that was that was given to me by someone else, I have to now give that to the same people that paths I cross. Mm -hmm. So that's just a little bit of information, and I just wanted to share that because I wanted my I wanted my fathers to know how very grateful that I am to have both of them in my life. Um, we already know how amazing mom is, but far too often dad doesn't get the respect. He doesn't get those heart, those heartwarming messages mm -hmm. where mom does. And I wanted tonight to be that heartwarming message that they both deserve to hear because it helps them to understand that I was paying attention. And not only was I paying attention, I got it. 
I'm going to continue to honor you by just being a, the best man that I possibly can be. So thank you for allowing me to share that. Amen. All right now. All right. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Happy Father's Day again to all the men. Father's Day. And, and, and again, um, I got a lot of people that hit me up today. Thank you to everybody who said Happy Father's Day to me. Thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you. I'm totally appreciative of it. I, um, I, I, I thank you for um, as we say here on Unsense of Mind, something that scuffs my boots. And I don't, and I just think people are just so, just so um, fashioned to say it. That instead of saying Happy Father's Day, they'll say Happy Godfather's Day or Happy, Happy. In, in a person's life day. I got so many different connotations of Father's Day today. Yeah. It's like, thanks. I, I don't want to be, a, I don't, I'm not appreciative. I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying that it was, you know, I didn't accept it. I did. But we got to stop labeling things because it takes away from the true message that mm. we're trying to say. Right? If, if that person is, is a stand-up it stand up and they, they they doing all the fatherly things that's supposed to be done. If you want to, if you want to say happy fathers, they told me they accept it. Say that. Right. Minimize things when we just say it, happy Godfather's day. Cause what about the women that lives that I've been in that had children and I fostered relationships with those children and continue to this day to have, to have positive re reinforced relationships with. And I got some of them that, you know, I'm, I'm acting like I got tens of millions of kids out here, stepkids, so, but I have, I have, a, I have, you know, someone who calls me dad. Why? Because they feel like I have been a dad model in their life. Mm -hmm. I've been there to, to, to give them the love that a father would give to a child, regardless if it's mine or, or not. It is mine. The moment I come into your mother's life, you are a responsibility of mine. So I assume that responsibility. So I just... We gotta stop putting labels on things too. We had somebody that pulled my coattail last week, one of the show members, right? Said, yo, we need you to stop saying certain things, certain verbiage is like female and male. Like, let's cut that out and just speak from a perspective of women and men, right? And that's cool, because I get it, I understand. Because now when you see those different quotations when it comes to God, father and step, take the labels out and let's just let it be pure. And, and unadulterated and just go from there. Absolutely. Am I tripping? Am you I... ain't tripping. You ain't tripping. You ain't I'm, tripping. I'm, you spot on. I'm back, Ish. You, 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 you back. See, you see it? I, I, I'm, I'm rested. I'm ready for it. I see it. You is here, baby. Front and center. So um, what we got next? Out there for, um, for allowing me to speak my piece in regards to um, my father, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, out of that, um, to the next question, icebreaker question number two Do you praise the good fathers you see, or will they continue to suffer from the deadbeat dads of the past, slash current times? That kind of goes by what I was saying. So, do you praise the good fathers you see, or will you continue to suffer? Or will they continue to suffer from the deadbeat dads of the past and or current time? Which thing is 
Well, I'm commending all the dads all the time, as, as much as I can, like as much as I possibly can, you know, I think it's important to just acknowledge, you know what I mean? When you see something, especially men who, who you know that are like so present in their ch children's lives, you know what I mean? And, and all that they have to go through on top of all of the things that they have to deal with in the world, you know what I mean? And then to be um, a consistent and present father, I think that's just so amazing. So anytime I have the opportunity, um, you know, whether it be by text message or a verbal or whatever the case may be, I just try to reinforce that, hey, I see you, like, you do such a wonderful job. You're an amazing dad. Like, I love that about you. I love that for you. You know what I mean? Um, so, and, and I have, everybody knows I have um, negative experiences as far as my father is concerned, but um, that doesn't stop me from seeing the ability of the fathers that are present, that are, um, you know, raising their children and, and making a difference and making an impact, um, you know, in their lives. So I can appreciate it and I honor that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Another thing, how do you feel when you see women who are mothers posting Today is my day too. I'm celebrating Father's Day the same way I celebrate Mother's Day. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I'm really not with that. Like, I, I don't see the the purpose of it because I just feel like it's 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 just taking a jab at something that's unnecessary. Like, have your space as a mother. You can never be a father. We can never do what fathers do. We cannot instill and 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 give to children what a man can give. It's just plain and simple. So to want to take the honor of today and place it within yourself is just it's wrong. It's whack. Like I'm not even with that. Um leave it leave it be. If you don't have positive uh, uh, stories or situations or whatever the case may be, you don't got to say anything. Just leave it be. You don't have to take the day and make it yours. Like, stop. It's too much. It's doing too much. Like, I, like I seen somebody post today. Um, I'm not saying or posting, I, I'm not saying or posting to no female Happy Father's Day. We did our job birthing and have our own day. Thank you very much. Love you. See you. Bye. So I seen that. I seen somebody post that. Okay. I, Number of people, on, on, on. either way, I've seen some say, hey, let the men have their day. We have our day. Um, I even seen some who said, hey, I'm celebrating Father's Day. This is my day. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to call it my day just as well. And, you know, I, I feel those same um, sentiments, you know, you know, being a male, you know, and even though I'm not a father, you know, I'm always going to reiterate that a biological father. I still have, you know, responsibilities that, that, that I adhere to in regards to that. Um, I, you know, it, it's crazy, you know, just, we got Mother's Day. That's what you are. You, mm -hmm. you are a single mother, even if you stepped up and you took care, you know, your children and you provided them quote unquote with both roles, you are still a single mother. And that's not to take away from the amazing job that you've done as a, a single mother. We're not saying it, but there's things as a man. That I bring forth that is going to be a little bit different, right? Mm -hmm. Things I'm going to do, I'm going to say, yes, you you were there as a single mother, um, and this is going rough with some people's feathers. I know it is, 
But at the end of the day, as a father, as a single father, I wouldn't be saying, oh, I'm a single mother on Mother's Day. No, I'm just a single father. I'm a father that's taking care of my responsibility. Right. Unfortunately, that I'm t- uh, it's unfortunate that I had to do it 100 um, percent by myself. But it it is still what it is. I'm a single father. I'm not a single mother on Mother's Day and I'm a single father on Father's Day. I'm just a single father. And I, I, I think we minimize the impact of, of what fathers really are when we say things like that, because um, we, we all know a father plays such an intricate role in the child's life. Thanks. In the child's Thanks. life. Um, let's go to the comments. Let's see what the people in the, in the comments are saying um, in regards to that. Tara says, I praise those that are doing the right thing, not just Father's Day, but every day. Facts, you know what I mean? We got to make mm-hmm. sure that people know that we, um, we appreciate them. Day. Sarah said, when I worked in the bar, I honored the men on Father's Day. Pour up a drink for the fathers, please. Okay, now. Helen said, nobody asked to come here in this world and can't a dad, so I honor all dads, good, bad, or indifferent. Mm-hmm. name says, oops, that was Cynthia first. Fat fingers. <laughs> I don't do it, but I know women who do. Yeah. says, fathers need their own time and more. Um, Helen again, Helen. Another contribution from Helen. Each each has a role, a mother and a dad. I don't think a single parent dad is going to expect anyone to say Happy Mother's Day. Not thanks, thanks, thanks. Anna says a woman can't teach them how to be a man. Only what they want in a man, right? And Lady B um, also said this was the first year I did not get a Happy Father's Day. I was glad. So you got a lot of people that's you know that that have their thoughts on in regards to it. You have pe- people that's just going to continue to um have have their thoughts and views, and that's fine. You know we're not here to change nobody's opinion. We're not here to sway nobody's um vote. You know we're just talking from a, from a perspective of, of of our thoughts as well. So um, but let's go back to that question though, one more time. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think that good fathers get the praise that they deserve? Or just fathers get the praise that they deserve. Not even just take out the word good. Do you think fathers get the praise that they deserve? No. I or- mean, I, I, I think we, we've we touched on that, uh, you know, just to say, hey, it's it's definitely a lack of acknowledgement in, in many facets, from the TV to the music to the daily to the to the women who want praise for Father's Day, like, it's, it's definitely a lack of acknowledgement. And I think it's going to take, um, you know, women to constantly um, change that narrative and reinforce um, that it's okay to acknowledge the good in the fathers, in the men, period, no matter what um, experiences you have had. That's what's going to be important. And that's what's going to kind of make the change and start getting people to incorporate it daily and not just in June. Absolutely. Yeah. We can stay on this subject all night long. Um, let's bring in another father here. Um, <laughs> I mean, Doc Holiday is in the building. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so, I mean, thank you to everybody. The, the, the reloaded cast is here. It's Craig. Get it. Get it. See, so I know, I know, um, you know, growing up with you, um, and knowing, you know, your story, one more kiss, 
as I had on this shirt this week while I was on vacation and then having a book in my, in my bag, just that, you know, pass the time with something great, great to read. You talk about your father throughout the book. Right. Tell like, and I, and I know you got some people who are newcomers to us on Sense of Minds here. We have a couple people in the, in, in the audience right now. Um, some people who haven't read your book yet, but just tell the people right now the impact that your father had on your life um, for the time that he was here and also even now. Um, first of all, I want to say um, thank you, Ish. I heard, you know, your message at the beginning. Um, shout out to everybody that's in the chat. And shout out to you now as well. I seen you with the fellas today. <laughs> we we gonna talk about that later. <laughs> I seen you with the fellas today. Um, as far as my father, you know, when my father was here, you know, I didn't. Um, I would say I didn't appreciate it when he was here. I thought that my father was uh, rough on me, and he had a lot of strict ways. But I learned how to appreciate that when he was gone because all those lessons still stick with me today. So even though he's not here now, um, as I think about it, he taught me everything he needed to teach me while he was here. So I don't feel, you know, a, a deep kind of way that he's not here now because he did what he needed to do when he was here. So those uh, messages that he taught me and those lessons still, I still hear them every day and I still go through with my own son. <laughs> so it's just like, um, it's a continuation. So, you know, that, that's, that's what it means to me. I have a question for you. Are, do you consider yourself a single father? I've been a single father at times. Okay. So, in May, is it okay if I say Happy Mother's Day to you? <laughs> Fuck no, man. right? And, and, and I'm asking you for a reason. How do you feel about that? Like, how do you feel about the, you know, the separation of mothers? Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, uh, hold, hold on. Now, um, Diana, Doc Holiday. I'm not talking about the, the, the radio DJ. Doc Holiday. If you've seen the movie Tombstone, my mom used to make me watch Western movies like Young Guns and all these things when I was a young boy. Doc Holiday is from the movie Tombstone. People, it's not the radio DJ, and it means straight shooter. Shooter, <laughs> well, where we at, man? Um, no, don't say happy Mother's Day to me. Yes, I've been a single parent at times, and no, I'm a father, she's a mother, those two things are separate entities. Absolutely. Um, let's icebreaker question why do we don't see as much promo for Father's Day? as we see for Mother's Day. All, all I see is a bunch of, as Marilyn said, barbecue commercials and beer commercials. First of all, that shit is trash. <laughs> <laughs> First and foremost, that shit is trash because everybody's not into beer and fucking barbecue. And barbecue, right. <laughs> so that shit is trash. But um, we don't see as much promo for Father's Day as we do uh, Mother's Day is because of the lack thereof of good fathers so now we've been transitioning i'm gonna say like the last maybe 10 15 years 
where fathers, more fathers have been stepping up and more fathers are around and present than ever before, I would say. Okay. But it's we still have a long way to go. And I'm not mad at it. Like, I see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's obvious. But I'm not mad at it because we do still have a lot of catching up to do. One thing I've seen, though, too, and, and, and this is to be commended. This needs to be commended. The cycle. Right. Typically, we see, you know, in our neighborhoods, how this continuous cycle, it just continues, goes around, goes around from generation to generation. But one thing that I have seen here lately that started from our generation prior to our generation and then our generation, because we have a lot of friends that have no fathers. Right. 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 Grew up without fathers right. at all. Right? right. But we see them now being, being intricate in their kids life from day one. Right. Even not having that that role model of a father, right? Yeah. Let's speak on that. I want I want I want to get your thoughts. I would also I would also say that um just between me and you now, our community of brothers, us growing up together, we hold each other accountable in th in these kind of matters. So us growing up together and us holding each other down, that kind of like prepared us to be fathers, even though all of us didn't. Well, I don't know none of us that have father around except for you and Maz died when I was young. So none of our other friends probably had a father around. That's true. So our brotherhood together, you know, taught us how to care for each other. And that kind of prepared us to be fathers. So we actually was we actually was we actually were fathers in training at that point right. because mm -hmm. we held each other accountable for for the missteps that we could have taken. Right taken um but we exactly that's one thing that i think that gets lost in translation where if you have a great support system this is where friends and loyalty becomes very important because those friends that are loyal to you tr truly truly are in your life for for the good reasons will keep you accountable for your actions and lack thereof you know we, we get on our friends and if they ain't doing the right things we we we, we, we slap them in the back of their head we'll talk shit about them but at the end of the day we know that they going to be stand-up dudes to their kids at least, at least. Um, cool. That was a great. That was a great icebreaker um, segment right there. You know, everybody who participated in that. We going to jump right into this entertainment quick spin. Um, you know, as we do every every Sunday night. So you know, people in the entertainment world have been entertaining us this week. We had so many different levels of entertainment that it ain't even funny. I, even though I was away in another country, I still was being entertained by these fools here in the States. So, um, the first one is, was Sukiyana, also known as Suki with the good coochie, started <laughs> by YK Osiris. Ish, you seen the video. Do you think Sukiyana was assaulted, sexually assaulted by YK Osiris? No, wait. No, wait. Play the video. Got a video. Oh, we got the video. So I need y'all to understand this. We got a video. So sit back and look at this video with eyes wide open, and you'll see what we're talking about. You with the right one, then. Oh, yeah. Oh, 
I need to get the tattoo. I know I didn't see some neck drip right there before. Oh, my God. She met with Khalifa. So the last, the last Suki is funny. We just wanted to show some of Suki's antics. Suki is is known for pop locking it and dropping it. She's known for eating 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 ass. She got the eat ass song. <laughs> she, she she's known um, in and around the entertainment world as popping her shit. Um, so looking at the video, do you think that young man YK Osiris sexually assaulted Sukiyana when he went in for the kiss? Nice. So I think we always have to be mindful of people's feelings and especially when it comes around um, things of a sexual nature and, and, and allegations of sexual assault, etc. No, I do not feel like um, she was sexually assaulted. I do, however, as I stated on Thursday, that I feel like her personal space you know, the boundaries might have been crossed, et cetera. However, I don't feel like the line of conversation that was being had and all of the playful flirting that was going on between the two prior to the kiss um, warranted the allegations of sexual assault. I do see that she has stated she uh, accepts his apology, that he needs to be more mindful of, of boundaries and personal space, et cetera. But I don't feel like it was a sexual assault. Um, I purposely put, you know, <laughs> that second video at the end because right. did you sexually assault that boy that you didn't know that you just jumped on <laughs> and grinded all over him, basically? Was Thanks. that sexual assault? Um, also, was he out of bounds? Yes, he was out of bounds. Mm -hmm. Did you even put up a hand to be like, stop, wait, move, push them? Uh, did you do anything? <laughs> did, did you did you say anything? Like, what are we doing? Like, um, like a lot of times where we come from, you know, I'm not saying that this is right, but we play like this a lot of times where I'm from. This is how we play. Like, this is an everyday occurrence. This is just how people play. But if somebody's going too far, you have to voice that. And she says something like, I'm scared to speak. You're not scared to come online and say you pop pussy on OnlyFans. You're not scared to say X, Y, Z. But you're scared to say something if you feel violated. Mm -hmm. When you do the same shit all the time. So is it okay for women to do that to men? But then when somebody does it to you, you feel some kind of way. Or did she even feel any kind of way until other people started talking about it? Yeah, that's what but, I said. I, I think she didn't start really feeling the type of way about it until somebody started 
yapping about it. Then she's like, well, wait, wait, wait. I'm scared. I sh what am I supposed to do? Like, yeah. Absolutely. And what Tia's talking about is Amber Rose came to the defense of Sukiana and said that, you know, that's, that this was sexual assault. You know, her being sexually assaulted before, she could, she could, she can sense, she can tell just from watching that Suki was uncomfortable, that Suki was, it was unwanted and the industry will make, will have these people like Waki Osiris force themselves upon you. Um, and, and also now, can we not skip past the fact that before he even laid any hands on her or touched her or started massaging her shoulders when she still said nothing at, at this point, she started by saying, I will turn you out, little nigga. <laughs> so, that's an invitation. And that's, a, not, that's not an invitation to come and, 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 and my personal space necessarily, but that's just basically saying I'm with it. All right. I'm with so it. You, so you can't invite energy that you're not prepared for. Right. Like you can't tell me certain things and then get mad when I approach you with that same kind of energy. If right. that was the case, shut up. Right. <laughs> I say this all the time. It's okay. Yeah. She was singing his song to him. Right, right. And then if it became a moment in time, then absolutely put your hand up. Stop. All right. What you doing? Like, you know, she gets rah-rah any other time. So I, I don't know why, you know. This I mean, the girls the girls that I know from my hood would have been screaming. They would have been talking loud and pushing you and probably mushing you as yeah. soon as you got that close. You didn't feel, you know, sexually assaulted when he was massaging your shoulders. Absolutely. And I think that's where I think a lot of the a lot of the fan base or a lot of the public that has that seen this and has been following the story were saying, hey, how how can somebody who's known for um gyrating and you know giving lap dances to a 10 year old kid i'm lost hold, hold, hold on but this one this this person yeah. in the comments this one marilyn with the big feet marilyn wait if he if, if i say listen if I say to a guy how is that not an invitation no should should i not you know touch you or anything like that but you also shouldn't say these kinds of things to me either. right and that's what i said i said that that meant that not necessarily coming into her space and touching her but in his mind when she said little nigga i will turn you out that right. means i'm gonna hop on your dick and i'm gonna turn you out so right. immediately dick and pussy is on the brain right. not necessarily violating her personal space yes absolutely i understand that but that statement alone was an invitation to let let him know I'm with the shits. That's like I'm saying each 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 that's like each that's like if you outside and you say to somebody, yo, I will fuck you up, and then you get mad when they punch you in the face. Uh -huh. Right. Right. <laughs> because if if he would have came into my space and I was so uncomfortable or whatever I say. Or whatever, I would have socked him. He was close enough. I would have bust him right in his fucking mouth. Period. Right. Period. Right. Now, Suki is also going on the record after this has came out, after the, the video, after all the allegations, and saying, I feel scared to speak up. I felt scared. I I don't have a voice. Which has totally blown people out the water. For lack of a better term, because people were like, "What? 
you're very boisterous um, in the things that you're saying. Um, you do not shy away from saying what you saying. How you well, hold on now, hold on now. Let's stay right there because I have seen um, people saying, you know, a lot of times women don't want to speak up in these certain positions because they don't know who this person is connected to. They might have power to shut down whatever they got going on. This and that. All these things of that nature. And that may be true. But if you feel like you're being violated, ladies, please just speak up. I always tell y'all about personal space. I keep a square around me. <laughs> if you come into my to my square, you might get fucked up. <laughs> so you can't allow somebody to come through your personal space and then you don't have any kind of, you know, specific reaction. There was plenty. This was a public thing. There's plenty of people around. I can see if you say you were scared because it was just you and him in a secluded small space and you can't really, you know, get out. And then that might be uh, his, uh, my story is your story. No, this is being filmed. A million people are around. You could have easily screamed or pushed them or did anything of this nature. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you hold accountable the panel members that were up there? Those three guys. I don't hold them accountable because she didn't make them. She didn't make a fucking gesture that she was being violated. Okay. What about you, Ish? As as a as a female, would you would you feel would you feel a responsibility to those three panel members that were sitting up there to to hold it down for you? I feel like if we were all on a panel. And, you know, I was making statements or verbal statements. First of all, I can speak for myself. I don't necessarily, you know, hold someone accountable if they don't necessarily speak up for me because I can speak up for myself. However, I don't feel like they should be held accountable for that because, again, she had ample opportunity to say, hey, listen, or she could attack the vault, or she could have tapped somebody and be like, yo, this, I feel uncomfortable. This is out of pocket. Like if in fact it was that way. So how can you hold them accountable when you're engaging in it? And even at that point in time where he goes in for the kiss outside of the arms on the shoulder, outside of the little tap on on the cheek. When he went in for the kiss, right? Did she not keep her own mouth open? She did. What the fuck? She did. But at that point in time, she was You didn't even close your own mouth. You didn't close your mouth. You didn't elbow or nothing. So the guys on on the right, like some are looking another way. Some eyes are big and looking at it, but they're not, they're not seeing where it is an issue because if it was an issue, you would have made it an issue. You know what I mean? So I don't know. And again, that conversation is definitely a sticky conversation because there um, are so many, you know what I mean, boundaries and and right. and things when you know when you're coming into space and sexuality and things like that and people who may feel in fact uncomfortable. But open your mouth. Also, Ish, um, when Lil Duval was joking and he said. Damn, you kissed that tattoo on her face where we see niggas nothing on her face on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Did she say anything? No, she not. Too- nothing. Nothing. She laughed. She laughed. She laughed. What are we doing? 
And I think, and again, I think this is the type of, of things that, you know, sometimes can get misconstrued. So this is why when you say things out of your mouth, you have to be ready for all that comes with it. You know what I mean? And if it's not a space that you are comfortable in or want to be in at that point in time, and you want to be in control of it, like on your only fans or your own social media platforms or whatever the case may be, if you feel like, you know, this is not the space and time for that type of behavior, then you need to control what you say and what you do and all of that stuff. What is happening? One thing that let's not let one thing get lost in translation though, YK Osiris did um, release a public apology, mm -hmm. um, not only to Sukiana, but also the public. Um, and he just wanted to, to let the world know, I want to publicly offer my sincerest apology to Sukiyana in an attempt to be playful. I misread the moment and I violated Sukiyana's boundaries. No, can you and bring it? No. He was, and he was very, very soft. Honestly, he was. Now listen. No, can you bring <laughs> in? Did Marilyn disappear? Oh, oh Marilyn, you disappeared. What happened to you? Because <laughs> I need to hear how she's going to defend this side. <laughs> I need to see what's going on. Uh, let us know in the chat. If y'all think that um, she played any part of this. No, I'm not saying that he was right in what he did. But I'm saying that she did play a part in this. So, you know, again, to, to, to read the apology as we wait for Marilyn to come on. I want to publicly offer my sincerest apology to Sukiana in an attempt to be playful. I misread the moment and violated Sukiana's boundaries. I understand the importance of consent and I am embarrassed by my behavior. I take full responsibility and have made multiple attempts to apologize. I have the utmost admiration for Sukiyana, and it was never my intentions to disrespect her. This is where it gets a little weird for me, right? Her mom, as her mom being her defense, we're not we're not this we're not discounting that because we know how parents are with these kids. That fake ass apology, bitch. When I catch you, it's still up. Right. So the mom <laughs> wants to have smoke with YK Osiris for his apology. Right. Because she's saying your apology was fake and you're only apologizing for the backlash that that occurred. I'm not mad at that as a parent, but teach your kids to control their own personal space. Mm -hmm. What's up, Marilyn? What you got to say? Because I need. Oh, to here we go with the laying down. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, need, I need to see what we doing. What are we doing? Already with the laying down Marilyn the is gonna be chilling. What's up, Marilyn? The laying down. Yes. I'm tired of shit though. So y'all about to see an ugly Merle. I can't. What are we doing, ladies and gentlemen? Let us know in the chat how y'all how y'all feel about this whole situation and what's going on. Do it over here. Facts, man. So. What's up? I don't feel ah, like ah, ah, yeah, uh, look, they were like a fucking slave this week. But anyway, um um what's up? That? Get your thoughts together, yeah, man. Please. <laughs> yeah. Um, question, oh, question, question, question. I don't think whatever that was that she said she with the shits or whatever, that wasn't an invite for him to do what he did. Now no. I, Listen, listen, because I'm 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 on both sides with this whole situation. Okay. But for that girl can say whatever the hell she wanna say. But okay. that's not invite that's not an invitation for you to come and massage my shoulders. Yeah, I, I didn't say come give me a massage, nigga. Don't touch me. 
Maryland. Now, on, the, on the opposite side of that. Maryland. Maryland. Hold on, hold on, I just want to ask you a question. I just want to ask you a question. If I say, yo, I would beat you the fuck up. Is that an invitation? If I throw my hands up, yeah, nigga, let's go talk. To <laughs> it's the same thing. It's a fucking invitation. <laughs> if, if it's I, an invitation. No, listen, listen. About? If I throw my hands up, no. Listen, T. If I throw my hands up and, and get in position, I'm asking then, you. You're bypassing what I said. I'm asking you. If I say those words to you, is that an invitation? Green light. You're bypassing the question. Wait, say it again. Your you said I'll beat you the fuck up. Yes. And I'll say yeah. you can try it. <laughs> it's it's inviting him. Right. Inviting <laughs> him to, to, to do me, it. No, that's me. All right. That's me accepting the invitation. Exactly. Then is that an invitation? It's an invitation. It's an invitation. Okay, listen. It's an invitation. But. Like I said, if I say nigga try or oh, I throw my hands up like I'm with it, then I'm accepting your invitation. Exactly. She didn't do none of that to my him. Whole, my whole right. point was, was it an invitation? That's yes, an invitation. but but okay, no, what she said was not an invitation. I don't care what you say. I don't you just said that. what I said was an invitation, mm -hmm. right? That wasn't an invitation for him to go and grab her by her shoulders. It's not. I'm not saying care. that he was right. We're, we're we're trying to get the fact down if this was an invitation or not. That's what. Let's stay right there for one second. That don't make I, no sense. Though. So what? If it was an invitation or not, I didn't accept it. Did she accept that invitation? Maryland. So let's 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 look through the crowd. Let's look. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, Maryland. If we're standing closely together, right? You standing right in front of me, and I say, "Yo, I would eat the shit out of your pussy." Is that an invitation? If yep. I open my legs, <laughs> no. Yep. Is what I'm saying an invitation? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> what are we doing? Yes. No, actually, it's not though. I, I can't <laughs> wait. That's a statement. It's a statement. All right, all right. So let's go back to the video, right? Not picking sides. Here. Let's just let's just shoot some facts out. She said, "Little boy, what I would do to you." Yeah. The next chain of actions for him was he put his hands on her shoulders because she offered an invite. What I would do to you? She didn't offer an invite for him to touch her. Okay. Marilyn, Marilyn, Marilyn. Marilyn. Invite for him to respond right. with another statement right. or answer or whatever. A reply or something. So not, for question, her, not for him to touch her. All right. So my next question is once he touches you, do you now move his arms off you? Do right. you, like, you doing, this ain't that. Like, Don't touch me. I'll just stop the right So that's so what we're asking you. you. We're asking you if you're saying I didn't invite you. But then you start touching me, then do you start swelling mm -hmm. to get them off you, or to yes. show that you're if, not? If if I don't have to start welling, if you're smart enough to realize that, okay, you in violation now. Marilyn, 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 he's, tw he's twenty three. Sometimes you gotta listen. Yeah. Listen, listen. If you come over there to touch me, okay, I said what I said. I'll rock your motherfucking world, nigga. What? But then you come over here and you grab my shoulders. That whole, my whole disposition going to change because, whoa, yeah, I said that, but I didn't invite you. Don't touch me. Now, as far as me fight, having to fight him off, if he didn't get that first message of me saying, nigga, don't touch me, then, yes, I'll start welling on his ass. But if he be like, oh, my bad, 
Like, you understand what I'm saying? I thought I could do that with you, but I just let you know that you can't. Now he backing up, then we cool. There's no right. need to, but she didn't I mean? do any but of that, that. That's exactly what I just asked you. Right. Would you then let him know this is not that? Right. 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 Exactly. As soon as he attempt to touch me, he will she know that. She smiled. Yeah. He smiled and she let it continue to happen. She right. took the, and she accepted why, the cheek. Yeah. And that's why, if y'all heard me in the beginning, I said I'm on both sides with this. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because I feel like she all her laughing and giggling and leaning back when he went to kiss her, her mouth wide open, like she accepted his tongue and shit. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm I, I am on both sides with that. But her statement was not to me, it was not an invitation for him to go over there and touch her at all. Hey Marilyn, guess what? I will fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. I'm tired. I, I don't want to be on. Bye. Right. Bye. 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 <laughs> I can't. Man, what do we do on the night, everybody? So, Suki. We still haven't gotten. We, we, okay. <laughs> but on, on a well, more, I'm glad yeah. she accepted his apology. Did she really? Well, she she made a statement. She yeah. made a statement, and she said, "Listen." I I want you to learn from this. I accept your oh. apology. What's her apology? But I feel her. like her apology came on the heels of other people stepping up for YK Osiris and yes. saying, hey, yes. you know that this is not his character, that this was in front of a bunch of people, that this wasn't that. And you should chill. On that's it. Don't do this my, to this young That's boy. what my question was going right. to be. If she had the opportunity to milk it, would she had a milked it? If other higher end celebrities or people spoke up and said, "We're not going to allow you to take this. We're not going to allow you to do this to him," because um, we know him as a kid, we know his right. character. He's not that. Yeah, slapping the fuck up a little bit, but going this route with it is kind of crazy. Do you think she then changed courses because she wasn't she that the peanut gallery wasn't running with her like she like she thought was going to happen? Um, can we just simplify this and say, if you don't want that kind of energy, don't play around. Mm -hmm. Stop playing, man. That's why we tell y'all, we all stop saying a lot of the things that y'all say because it invites different type of energies. Absolutely. Because people, when they hear those type of things that's into that life or think that you on that, they take you for that. Mm -hmm. And I and I and I gotta continue to reiterate these points that we hear these internet we hear these social media points that people have coined to make sound least and i'm outside with the the true sense of being outside ain't just because you outside so when when people that's really outside hear that they might move a little different with you because they think you want it when you say i'm with the smoke people think that if you tell somebody that's really going to with that smoke shit that you that you 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 ready for any kind of smoke? They doing that, so we got to be cognizant of the things that we say and do because it can it can invite a number of different things that we're not ready for. But again, if you feel like you have been sexually assaulted, please don't wait. Right. And, and, no, 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 I can't say that. I want to be I want to be as 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 empathetic as I possibly can. If you've been a victim of sexual abuse where you think that you have been sexually abused please by all means 
confide in your 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 comfort zone. If you need further help, please reach out to the Rain Society, the Rain Hotline, which is R A I N N, and that is the National Sexual Abuse Hotline, and that number is one 656 Hope. They are open twenty four hours. 365 days a year and even on a leap year if you feel as though you've been sexually assaulted. And if you can't remember that, also remember the domestic violence hotline. They will also get you over to the to the sexual abuse line if you feel like you've been sexually abused and need to talk to somebody. And the national domestic violence hotline is 1-800-799-SAFE. And that's 1-800-799-7233 safe also people keep your square and if anybody comes too close to your square let them know to back up mm-hmm. this is my personal space what's mm-hmm. next man? what's next man? what's next what's up Ooh, don. oh man what's up this... what are we doing? What's next? <laughs> this next one we write, we write into the right incident, you know. Right into it. The next one is we going. We got our our resident legologist here to kind of take this next one. Little Boosie, Louisiana. Uh, what is where he from? Louisiana's own. Yeah. Little mm-hmm. Boosie was arrested by the feds while leaving the courtroom. So Little Boosie was in attendance to YF and Melly, um, court case and showing his support as he was leaving out of court. They said, uh uh-uh. uh you coming with me, buddy? And and the um the feds placed him in handcuffs and placed him under arrest. Mm. What's up, Ish? Yeah. So basically, San Diego PD actually was watching an Instagram story, and we will talk about just the social media presence and the things that you do on social media and how it can come back to bite you in the ass. But San Diego, San Diego PD was watching the Instagram story of a known member of the neighborhood Crip Gang. And on that Instagram story, um, they actually saw Lil Boosie with a gun in the back of his waist. Um, and so with that, they said, oh, isn't he a felon? Should he not be carrying a firearm? Um, and then they contacted the federal authorities, um, namely the ATF, uh, hey, to let them know and to show them that Instagram story. And if we know the Instagram stories disappear within 24 hours, so sometimes people feel safe. Even if it's alive, it's up there for just a certain amount of time if you choose and select for it to be. Um, and so they grabbed it and they was able to capture that prior to it, say, disappearing or whatever the case may be. They used that to get a warrant, a federal warrant, and they charged him with gun um, violations not to be possessed um, by a convicted felon. So Boosie um, is coming up for a detention hearing on Tuesday, and the judge will make the determination whether they're going to let him out or not, y'all. So I don't know. It's 12. I mean, he could be facing 12 to 30 years on a federal gun charge. So, I mean, it's, it's mm, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. There's it's no way to get around the fact that he had that, that gun in, in his waistband. So, what y'all think? So, so at the <laughs> prosecution, my question is, is the prosecution going to have a tough case with this? Because he no. could say, 
like another one of our celebrities, John Morant, who said that was a prop gun. Could he said? Could he would have said that's a toy gun? It was a prop. I was shooting a video or whatever, and and that come out as being a toy. Could it be? No, because they they said they found the exact gun from the video, and mm -hmm. it was the real gun. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I and not only say, that, if uh, I was the prosecution, I would be like, okay, well, if you're a convicted felon and you know that there's a possibility you might violate, why would you want a play gun? Just because. That's on you if you get caught with a play gun. You still violate it. Don't play um, This is a, a clear-cut case of you played yourself on social media. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's all. You played yourself on social media. You got that you got caught up in a live. They seen that you had a gun on you. And, and it, there's also a video of Lil Bootsy telling about how they transport guns and how his young boys would take the rap for him. Like a lot of this stuff is documented online. <laughs> That's what doing the most on social media. What are we doing? Doing the most. Right. That's what that we doing. talked about a couple of shows ago. You know, um, what is what is that? Um auditioning for the grand and how right. social media gets you caught up and how right. you know we put we put so much on social media and then it catches up to us. Right. And we don't understand why. And you put mm -hmm. yourself in these positions. This is a clear case of why we say something. Right. Everything ain't always for social media. If you, Absolutely. If you feel like you about to do something stupid, just get right. Stop it. it. Stop it. So I want to address what Rhonda said. Rhonda, when a person is taken into custody, they see a magistrate and they are arraigned on the charges. And at that point in time, they are either afforded bail or denied bail. They can, in fact, be denied bail. However, Soon after, say two to three days after, depending on the state or the jurisdiction, they then get what is called a detention hearing. OK, so that first magistrate will most of the time deny the bell because they don't know that many facts. They don't want to be the one to say, hey, he can get out. OK, mm -hmm. that's just the magistrate, somebody that sits and hears all of the new arrests. After that, it is then assigned to a specific judge that will oversee the case. So he will be having a detention hearing before that judge that will be overseeing the case that will determine whether or not he is able to either get bail, whether it be on house arrest um, or, you know, whether they will let him out on his own recognizance, et cetera. So he gets two chances at it. The first one he was denied. The second one, we shall see what that judge will say about his release. Now, this is almost this is almost as bad as going to the airport and forgetting that you had a gun in your bag. In your bag, correct. My my yeah. question is, he is no longer on probation. He is free and clear to do it. But he's still a, he's still a convicted felon. But he's a convicted felon. Okay. He's a convicted felon. Mm -hmm. the picked the case up. Mm -hmm. And Lady B, what? he better not. As much as yes. he talked shit about T.I. and gave T.I. the business about some flim flam that T.I. was doing to try to get out of something, he better not. Yeah, I don't, I don't turn coat for I think, his freedom. I don't think he goes there. <laughs> he better not. I don't think and I, I also seen that there was uh, stories, this is all allegedly, that there was an informant in his camp as well. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Watch who you play with. Watch who you watch who you call your friends, your people. Watch who you let in your house. 
around you when you when you're in your personal space when you're doing dumb shit. Why do you got around you? Because those people. I mean, sometimes little boosie, little boosie. This is little boosie. You got off of a murder charge. Yes. You, you gotta know. <laughs> you gotta know <laughs> to be extra, 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 extra careful. careful. You got off on a murder charge, my lady. <laughs> yeah, and facts. And we tell a lot of clients like, stop with the social media. Just right. stop. Stop trying to be cool. Be cognizant of your surroundings and what's going on. Like you. You could have carried a gun, absolutely, right. if that's what your choice is and that's what you want to do. But did you need to have it right then and there? Could you have not made been cognizant of what's going on and put your shirt down or not been in the video or whatever the case may be? Um, and I think a lot of people don't take into consideration the fact that social media will get you in trouble every time. It is a prosecutor's um, dream. Angelia. Nope. When you're a felon and you get off on papers, no, you don't have all your rights. <laughs> you are a convicted felon. For the rest of your life. Right. Yeah, you and I know felon. this by personal experience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> felon cannot have guns. No convicted felon cannot um, possess. Not ever possess a gun. And if you get caught with it, it is, a, this is not automatic. Even about, this is not even about having a gun. This is about when you're a convicted felon, you have to be mindful that that is attached to you. You can't, like, you can't do regular normal shit that everybody do. You can't just be playing around, like, on live with guns and snacks because you already got that on you. So if you get hit with anything, they're going to hit you in the head because you already a convicted felon. And just think, just think, right. he is so, his voice is so loud. He's in everybody's, he's in everybody's everything. And... It just don't work out right when when you beat a murder charge. You think the feds right. like that? You think right. the prosecutions like that? No, they trying to build other cases against you when they slip. They hoping you slip. They hoping right. you turn out to be a young funk, unfunk, like the, in in a YSL case. They hoping you turn out to be a, a repeat offender like a John Morant who can't seem to understand. Stop it, or a Boosie who everybody got to do everything for the gram and everything got to be seen for people to think that you down. But that's what I'm saying. Let's let's not graze a, across the the facts that would happen. It wasn't like he was like on the gram all live showing the gun. He had the gun in his waistline. But you have to be mindful when you like just when you come outside or even when you're in your house. Whenever you get on live, you have to be mindful of your background, the people that's there. You have to be, especially if you're a convicted felon, you gotta be mindful of all of this shit. Yes, like any little thing, they can snatch you up. It could be the people, like you could be so careful, right. but it'd be the people around you that you never know what they got going on. They could be starving. They mm -hmm. could spot. They could the feds could came to them offering some little money to them. You never know, and you gotta watch out. So in a situation like that, you can't have no gun on you. No, get a little no. short. You little bootsy, so you have to have security, or you have to have people around right. that have the guns on you. Yeah. But you can't be seen with a gun on Absolutely. your person. Yeah, give it to one of your little right. youngins or something like that. Give it to one of your right. guards. You can't get caught with it on you at all. Thanks. 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 All right, let's get into the, let's get into the next little get into. <laughs> I laugh when I see this name. Tyler <laughs> Perry. Congrats. As much as, we, as, much as let's we say congrats. 
as much as we give him flack over here and we, and we, we have our opinions about him, Tyler Perry wins. And that is a feat for all of us colored folks here. And what we're talking about is he now owns both BET, Black Entertainment Network, and VH1. He purchased these two networks, and he is now the owner of these two networks. Again, BET and VH1. And I wanted to, I wanted to give a congratulations um, to Tyler Perry for, for being one of us, coming right from where we come from um, and and doing his thing. As much as we might not like some of the programming choices that he puts together all the time or, or, or some of the messages in the movies, we will we do like to pay homage to our very own um, before we before we say anything negative. Um, congratulations. Mm-hmm. We should take Congrats. You. I mean, I think it's dope. Like they said, um, it's been 21 years since Robert Johnson has solely owned BET um, and Viacom uh, purchased it. I think it was in like 2000, 2001 or something like that. Um, and so it, 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 it is amazing that it is back in the hands of, you know, fully being black owned and to obtain VH1 in the process. I think that's a big win for us for sure. And hopefully, you know, with full control, he will implement some good programming, programming across the board and maybe reinstitute it, reinstitute, is that the word? Um, A lot of maybe the original programming. You know what I mean? Music, music videos, uh, you know, just just bring back some of the old feel of both stations, actually. Um, and that would be good to see. So shout out to Tyler Perry, man. Thanks. I was Big rooting for I was rooting for Diddy to get this. That was my own personal choice, but I do want to um, congratulate him. That is a big feat. We are proud of you, even though, you know, you make the content that you make. Um, it's still a win for us as black people. So, you know, salute to you on that. But do the right thing. Right. That's all. Do the right thing. Right. Be open right. to other people's content. Do the right, right. thing. I don't just want to see 99, uh, Medea, Tyler Perry, Sisters, uh, the Have and Have Not. I don't want to see all of that, man. It's called... Uh, music television. So we should have music videos. We should have some kind of uh, music show, like a 106 mm-hmm. in Park, something like that. Can we get something? That's all. Yeah. Hey. Can we get something? Yeah. As a black man who, who, who stands up or says he is pro-black and, and, and for the community, you know, I, I just have a problem with what I call trash TV. Mm-hmm. And is it, is it, if you look at the TV, the networks and, and, I, and I again I applaud him for, for, for doing the things that he's done but then too you also got to sit back and say are, are we are we exploiting our community are, are we um, casting a demonstrous type of connotation over it with these networks and pro, I mean these programmings that we every week have to watch because it's entertaining but it's always bringing down the black man or the black woman or I mean can we can we get like a different world kind of show or something like it, that? It's inspirational like we had back in the day a different world type of vibe where you seen the, the young black people don't surviving and scratching and, and living and doing well like I hate to see I'm tired of this trash TV where you see 
black man versus black woman. Everybody's fighting. They they got mm-hmm. issues. They can't get it right. She's messing with this guy. He's messing with that girl. They're messing with this ever. Like, I'm tired of seeing that. At some point, mm-hmm. we got to band our community together and start putting networks in that will change the narrative and put love back into the, the hearts. Everything yeah. everything that's out here now was to tear us down and, and, and keep us going further apart from each other because we mm-hmm. want that shit and that shit gets in our minds and we consume it and we think we got them same issues in our relationship. So Tyler Perry, again, congratulations, brother. But please push the network forward. Let's push the network forward and let's push us as a society forward so they can start taking us seriously. I think he, I think with with him, like, you know, the Medea was just so larger than life and and how he got his, you know, pivot. You know what I mean? He did all those stage plays. And I feel like like he feels like that is what he needs to do. It's it's the mentality of if it ain't broke, don't fix it and that's right. what he's running with but then, or, but, but then too is it uncle tom type of mentality where it's like i, I can cont- I, I know this sells i know this right. i know right I, if i yep. sell my people and put them in a bad light that is going to be a hit right. like mm-hmm. at some point we got to be like all right enough's enough cool that was that time you know let's continue to make progressive type of uh, of things just look look at other networks right you have other networks like nbc that they have different narratives. They're pushing agendas on us, but it it is it, right. That's what I'm saying. It's enough room. It's enough room for all of it. Like you can have some of that, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Even though we might not agree with it all the time, you can have some of that, but have some of the other stuff too. Right. Let's balance this out, son. Yeah, balance this shit out. Exactly. Exactly. What's up, people? Uh, Let's again, prepared. Let's not let that get lost. Facts. Uh, congrats. Um, congrats. Congrats. Oh. So this is where we start to get into the meat and potatoes of us here. Uh-oh. Right. Like this is where we take off the the training wheels and we get out of the comfort and touchy Philly, I love you, everything. And we start talking our shit. <laughs> so we're going to jump right in. But before we jump in, we're going to let y'all know the Uncensored Minds merch is available. As you can see, I'm rocking one of our merchandise right here. Each, again, has the the, the, the original, the original, mm-hmm. original uh, Uncensored Minds shirt on. Um, sense Ladies about and gentlemen, yeah. there will be new merch coming in two weeks. Oh shit! Oh shit! Now, no merch two weeks. You hear that here? So continue to go get your merch. It's available. It's available. It's available. Sizes, colors are not limited. Get your sizes. Get your colors. Get your merch. We got it. So as we talk about that. We transition right into what is called Uncensored Minds Reloaded. The three of us is going to talk about shit. And it's just like this. Should step-parents be able to discipline the child for bad behavior slash grades? Yep. Um, I've seen a lot of people saying they had a, a bad experience with things of this nature. So that might make them jaded. Okay. But I feel like if you are parenting with me, if we are going into a partnership, then I should have access if the if I'm not beating the child just for no good fucking reason. Like if the child did something wrong and the child deserved some discipline, I feel like I should be able to discipline the child. And I would give you that same range over my child. As long as I know, you know, your character that you're not just out here whipping ass just for no good reason. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, I think a lot of people when we posted this, 
you know, a lot of people were saying, you know, um, you can talk to him, but I'll do the discipline. Right. You know, wait for me to discipline them or, you know. You know what's wrong with that, though, now? No, a lot of them wrong with that. Now, now they looking at that per the other person like, I don't have to respect you. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. you, you lost your authoritative figure. Like right, you, right. And, and when you start to you, when you start to do stuff like that, the kids pick up on it instantly. Instantly. Right? Use that as a, a crutch, a, a way to be disrespectful, a way not to listen, but also, too, a way of getting with the, uh, their way and not affecting mm -hmm. what that discipline is helping them to understand. understand. If right. not whoop they ass until their skin falls off. I mean. We're not saying whoop mm -hmm. them until they can't sit down anymore, but you know, discipline comes in a number of different forms. And right. it doesn't always have to be um, a beating. It, a discipline can be a talk to, um, mm -hmm. uh, a, 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 a stern no or whatever. And, you know, sometimes when you take those, um, when you take that, when you take that away from somebody, that, that voice away from them, it can kind of cause a, you know, adverse effects. Um, mm -hmm. But to a certain extent, Sarah says, um, you know, I, I can kind of speak extensively in this in this area because I was raised by a step parent who 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 raised me from, you know, infantry, like from an infant or a, a, a young toddler, a, a very little toddler to now I'm 42 years old and still raising or still mm -hmm. helping to shape me. And I was disciplined by him. Um, and I can't look how I came up. Mm -hmm. And I think and, and I think, too, like there's always going to be sometimes where individuals will take it a step too far. And that's that's with anything. You know what I mean? But I feel yeah. like. Um, hold on. Hold on. Each my mm -hmm. bad. But Janine, how did he bust your son nose? Like you ain't discipline. Don't include punching nobody kid in yeah. the fucking face. <laughs> right. Right. You know, that that's taking it a step too far. That's that's. Yes, that's telling yeah, the lines of abuse. Of the face. <laughs> yeah, like to the point where you busting his nose. I mean, listen, with with discipline, sometimes cause comes, you know, gripping up and all of that. But then there's a line that shouldn't be crossed. I'm all for the discipline. I'm all for the step parents because that's how you know sometimes these kids are going to stay in line when they right. know that they are going to get it from every angle mother father stepfather or whoever you know what i mean um it's just when sometimes it becomes a tad bit too much punching a kid in the nose <laughs> might not necessarily be the right way right. to that's discipline way a child that's like way too much and janine i don't blame you um no. for you know for him having to go after that i so have was a, it I... different so was it different yeah. if the actual father punched the son in the nose Versus the stepfather? Yes. yes. Why? Because I'm the kid's parent. Okay. What if the what if the step parent has been in that child's life for for for, for as long as the child has been a child? Then you the kid's parent. Okay. So again, are are we taking that are we taking that out of them out, out, out of their hands and saying you're going too far? Or not, no, because it's, no. a, it's a slippery slope. It is a slippery slope, but I'll I'll start it off by saying this. All right, so even with both my kids, that's why I've always been present in both my kids' life, because you don't want to put this kind of thing in any other people's hands. 
you want to be present in your kids' lives. Mm -hmm. So with my daughter, there would be times where she would be with her mom and her mom might have a boyfriend. And no, you can't put your hands on my daughter because I'm present. Now, if I wasn't present, then that's up to her mom's judgment. Mm -hmm. But because I'm present, fuck no, nigga. Don't put your hands on my daughter. Mm-hmm. And two, I think people don't have when 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 discipline comes into play, I think sometimes things get very heated. And there are times where it goes that extra mile where you feel like your point is not being put across and you have to lay hands or whatever the case may be. But not all the time is that the best manner to go, especially if you if the other parents are present, as T says. So if it's a step parent, I feel like discipline is good. Sometimes even, you know, if you got to get a little physical sometimes, but I, I just think there's a line that needs to be drawn as far as that is concerned. And also, you know, my, my son's mom was always present in my daughter's life. So she was allowed to discipline my daughter mm-hmm. just because she was always in her life since she was a baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is not like your random average Joe. You know, you just met this nigga or you just right. met this girl. Yeah, it's, and, a, it's different when it just is a is a is a random. Right. Right. It is when it's a long-term situation from you know existence from from, from the first existence to now, does mm-hmm. it change the narrative a little bit? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. What's up? What the people I mean, should have been like like Janine was saying, you know, in, in regards to her comment that she made earlier, he was in his life since he was four, but he disciplined him before, but didn't hurt him at that point. Should have been glad his father wasn't alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess it's, I guess it's just. Yeah, let's, let's bring up um, Diana's. Uh comment there's a difference between discipline and abuse people right we're not talking about abuse we're not talking about blood ends nobody's nose we're not talking about choking a kid out we're talking about discipline a little spank in here or there for a boy as he gets older he might get a little gut shot but you're not breaking his ribs or bruising his ribs and like it's not a hurting kind of thing it's a it's a a small discipline Mm-hmm. You're not doing it to hurt the child or to abuse the child just for no reason. Abuse is when you're whipping somebody's ass for no reason. Discipline mm-hmm. is because they fucked up and you need to put yeah. their asses back in line. Mm-hmm. Facts. And some people don't believe in physical uh, discipline and to each his own. Mm-hmm. I whip my kid's ass. <laughs> I got my ass whooped. <laughs> but luckily it was by my mother, you know what I mean? I didn't have any step-parent um to to discipline me but uh yeah it's definitely a fine line discipline is not abuse whatsoever i'm pondering that in my head is, is, <laughs> because um, i want to know what does that look like what yeah. if you what if you are away and the kid is you know just being totally disrespectful or doing whatever is he just supposed to be on pause until you come back home so that's what i'm saying y'all don't understand that Yes, you might that might be you know how you run things, but that kid is not going to respect that parent to a certain level. Mm-hmm. And two, I think it all comes down to comfortability of 
um, all parties involved. You know what I mean? I think communication and discussions in regards to, um, you know, that word again, boundaries um, and what people are comfortable with. You know what I mean? Because not all the time are the the, the step parent might not be comfortable disciplining the, right. the kids. So, you know, communications need to be had in regards to, hey, listen, I want you to be be uh, able to discipline when I'm not around or whatever the case may be and use your good judgment. I trust you enough. Right. You know what I mean? To use your good judgment when disciplining um, the kid, you know, even when I'm not around. Right. And I think communication is a good part of that because then that individual, the step parent knows, hey, listen, here's what I am able to do. Here's where I'm comfortable. Here's where everybody is comfortable. And the key word here is step parent. It's not right. boyfriend or random person. Right. <laughs> just happen to be shaking up with at the time. This is a a step parent, somebody that you have married and that you have a new partnership with. Right. Thanks. Thanks. What's up, man? What are we doing? I don't know. It just, you know, sometimes we, and, and I know people will, will use that. Oh, and no, you're not a parent, so you wouldn't understand. But <laughs> when you come in, when you come from that world, I've right. been disciplined by my step by my stepfather. Um, right. you no. Know, because I understood what that looked like. It was coming from a place of love. It wasn't coming from he was trying to hurt me. It wasn't. And once, and once again, now the key word you said was stepfather, not my mother's boyfriend, not a fly by night Thanks. nigga that she was just fucking with. That's why I said step parent, like a right. parent, just my mom's boyfriend. Right. Parent ain't just a nigga who is coming past every so often. Right. Step parent is a parent, right. but. Sometimes we got to step back and we got to understand the situation, right? Because if that person genuinely has love for the mother, genuinely has love for the kid, it's not doing it the discipline out of, out of, out of, out of hate. Mm -hmm. It's doing it with understanding of love and what that love will, will, will help you to understand when you get to be older, right? Tough love is necessary. Sometimes, you know, that tough love and just being a little bit, having given that discipline is what they may need in order to to jump over that hurdle. All right. Right. Um it ain't always going to be easy and everything ain't always going to be wait for mom to come home and she just oh well go in your room, lay down, go in your room, cut the TV off, no Xbox, no PlayStation. You know, I don't know. Sarah says she's the disciplinarian. Sarah, if you're the disciplinarian, when you're not there, that kid is like fuck you. <laughs> to, the, to the guy to the step parent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that kid is like totally being disrespectful. Um, Janine's uh comment where she said he was told to use good judgment but bore blood to hers is um wow out of bounds. That's out of bounds because that's not using good judgment. Right. right. She's going too far. And so let's let's play this out, y'all. So let's say she told him to use good judgment. And, you know, sometimes in emotional moments, you don't know your own strengths. He went overboard, but this is not something, you know, that he does. Mm -hmm. Is that cool? Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's cool. But then again, you as the parent have to use your good judgment. You know what I mean? You have to know, like, 
has other signs been being displayed where, you know, maybe anger has been building and even your own, you know what I mean? Arguments or conversations where this was just way overboard and this is something that could be problematic or et cetera. Um, so, you know, I guess it's just all uh, situational in a sense, you know what I mean? Um, also, Ish, there is this thing that people seem to forget a lot. Some of y'all got badass fucking kids. <laughs> How about that one? Right, Some of y'all right. got badass fucking kids right. that y'all didn't teach no manners, that they right. be out of control, and they need somebody to whip their ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, Lady B said a stern talking to or even punishment. Lady B, um, listen to this firsthand. I was one of those kids. A stern talking to or punishment was not going to put me in line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that might have worked with some other folks, but that's not going to work with all kids. Some kids need hands put the, on them. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You got some it's... kids that just don't care. Right. right. That, that need sometimes that physical discipline to mm-hmm. understand. Sometimes some kids you can scare it with a simple scream, and some kids you gotta you gotta exert a little bit of discipline. And, and that doesn't mean you're you're caught. You want to cause harm. It's just that you're trying to, you know, show them what discipline will look like. Just what you think. Would you rather have your uh, that step parent discipline them, or would you rather have the street discipline them with down jail time or death? Right. Right. And also imagine some of these kids, and I can even put myself in their place when you're in a rebellious stage. Imagine you just giving me a stern talking to. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm back outside doing the same shit after that stern talking to Or just think, you did something in school and your parents say, please don't do that again. You got to chill. I'm taking your game away from you. All right. That shit ain't, that ain't yeah, to me like it should have. I went to school the next day and it's fucked up again. <laughs> right? Because yeah. it was at, at that point, I knew I got off scot free or the mm. discipline was, was enough to. For me not to feel no nothing, so it's like, all right, um, right. I I do want to uh, uh, speak on Janine's uh, situation. So Janine says she had a quiet kid. Janine, the problem with that situation is, if that's not your kid, why are you hitting them in the face? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like what? Right. That. Where the blow is going to the face. That is not right. using correct judgment, throwing a blow to a child's face. That's not your child. Right. right. If it's not my child, I've been around kids who I've been in situations where the girl might have had kids and I might need to discipline one of her kids or whatever it may be. I'm not punching the kid in the face. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to lie to you. I did some crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna cut little shorty ponytail the fuck off. Let her fucking have a ball spot in that motherfucker. I do shit like that. I I'm not gonna hit your kid, but I'll cut a ball spot in that motherfucking head. Nah, I'm joking. Uh-huh. I ain't never. Uh-huh. I ain't never I, I, it's just certain shit like it, you know. You know what your boundaries are. You know what your limitations are. You're not trying to kill nobody, kid. You're not trying to put them in their face. Right. You know what I mean? And then too, uh-huh. also look at the flip side. Sometimes you know these kids know that you're not my parent. They're gonna well, test you. you ain't my dad. I'm gonna test you. I'm gonna see how right. far I can get. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. the craziest shit because I know mommy in the background gonna protect me. Or mm-hmm. you, you, you pussy, right? And then, you know, 
certain things come up. So, you know. And that's also a problem when you're um, dating or dealing with people that have outside children. Because imagine you saying to me, I don't want you to put your, your hands on my child. And then you also don't check your child. Or your child running over you. And you got this, you got this guy or lady in the, or you got this guy in the home, and you looking for him to regulate the home. You want him to be the provider and protector of the home, and nobody has control. It's like you you took that away from me. So what do you want me to do? Not saying I'm abusing no kids. We don't. We not. Con, we we condemn abuse. Right. Nobody should come out with bo- broken nose, broken ribs, b- bloody nose. Nobody should come out with black eyes. Nobody should have bruised egos from discipline. But sometimes, you know, you got to trust and understand the character of the person that you're in to and see exactly what what this looks like. That's why we always caution. That's why we throw caution to the wind and stop bringing everybody around your fucking kid. Right. Because you never know what could lurk in, in that. I mean, I know some people who've never gotten a beating in their life, and and they came out pretty good, and that works with some kids. Yeah. But there is some other kids that need yeah, to. My little sister never got a beating. <laughs> Who? My little sister never got a beating. Right. I, I, I feel some type of way about that. <laughs> <laughs> but my little sister was you. You could you could look at her wrong, and she she cool for the next five years. Right. Mm-hmm. My, my little sister was not with the shits. Was not with that. Me, I'm testing every fucking boundary. Every boundary I'm testing. Me too. Every I one. got my ass whooped. No, Did you? I ain't yeah. got, all the time. I ain't got you getting ass whoopings. All the time. Oh, no. I, I, I promise I you, my mom stayed busy. Huh? Yeah, I got each getting her ass whipped all the time. All the time. I, 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 I thought each was a little silence of the line. I thought she was um goody goody. <laughs> was school. I ain't never had each doing nothing wrong. I would have never guessed that she got her ass. I got, I got each saying out past curfew. I got each doing all kinds of shit. Yeah, <laughs> that was me. That was me. I was good now. I was I was really good up until about maybe preteen, like. 12, 13. Each, watch this. That's the what boy, it was. The boy era. The boy era. That's when it went left. <laughs> That's when it went I, my left. Shit started, my shit started in kindergarten. I was a motherfucking terror. <laughs> a fucking terror. Yeah, I stayed in trouble. All right. Yeah, I put out in first grade. That's how you know it's your. Oh, family. no. I went to MBS on Chester Avenue. Oh, for real? MBS for, my, for, for, for two months. I can't. Got put out. The nuns put me out. My mom was, my mom was hurt. That's and that's why I had to go to Longstreth, because mm-hmm. we used my grandma's address to live on the other side of um Springfield. So Longstreth was on the other side of Springfield Avenue. So instead of me going to Mitchell with my homies from the block, I had to go to, had to, go to Longstreth. That was my punishment. Uh-huh. Oh, and man. that's and that's where you took a whole nother turn when you got the Longstreth. As we wrap this loving, up, I just want to say um, mm-hmm. a, a lot of times as single mothers, when y'all are raising boys, that's stern talking. They ain't going to do, do the trick. <laughs> I'm sorry. You might have a good kid that that might work with, and kudos to you. Prayers to all the single mothers. 
But there is some single mothers out there that they need a step parent to come in and get some shit in order because they can't handle what's going on. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I assume the responsibility. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great stuff, Pop. What's up, man? What we got next? Twenty-eight-year-old Louisiana woman arrested proposing as a seventeen-year-old student in high school for a year to learn English. So this 28-year-old Louisiana woman was arrested for posing as a 17-year-old because she went back to school to learn some English. I have no problem with it. Um, I want to say that her and her mom was arrested for, you know, falsifying documents and things of that nature. And you, we can't say we don't have because we can't have twenty eight year old people in high school now. <laughs> we just can't. Sorry, sorry. But a couple of shows ago, you adamantly told me and each that people are dumb. Right, right. That's so what I'm, about, I'm about, about to get to it. Hold on, hold on. Now. I'm about to get to it. I'm okay. about to get to it. Yes, the dumb shit annoys me. But we cannot have twenty eight year old people in high school. Like I understand that. Um, these kind of things cost money. You know, you might be able to use the app on your phone. However, maybe you might need some one of your get a friend to teach you whatever it be. I'm about to learn Spanish myself, and I'm not going back to high school to learn it. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, we can't have a 28 year old in high school. But I don't think she should. Her or her mom should have been arrested for this, right? Because they, because it wasn't in a malicious attempt. Like they didn't like put her in high school to railroad kids and do sexual trafficking and none of that. So I don't think arrests are necessary. But it has, yeah, we can't have that. It has to be corrected yeah. in the yeah. right fashion. That's just what's what our educational system is. Just like, all right, if you got some people, like we got so many kids that don't want to go to school. But you got a person that wants to go and learn, learn our, learn our native language, which is mm-hmm. English. I have no problem with it. Again, it was nothing malicious about it. It was a, it was, a, it was an attempt to learn English. If I gotta say I'm 17 and I'm really 28, if I got, if that's gonna help me learn English, why can't I do it? Yeah, why I feel like it, it's no, it's 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 like a five year penalty. And a five dollar fine if they're found guilty, right? And I feel like we allow individuals to come into our states from other countries, and we don't give them the necessary tools to successfully succeed. Well, well, I will say <laughs> language is one, and I know people language, personally yeah. who come here that are welcomed on visa or green cards that are not afforded the ability to learn our language and then they are demeaned for not knowing the language. You know what I mean? Come to America, speak English. Well, if I don't know how to learn this language, then what am I supposed to do? What is school for? To learn. mm -hmm. All she did was want to learn. All she did was want to learn. And she wanted to learn for free. Because here in her country, maybe in Honduras, maybe college is free. Or other other countries, it's free to go to college. It's not free here. How many people have been defrauding the system and get into college? Try to get into college for free. Where that's that's something that you have to pay for. That's not free for none of us. Unless you get a scholarship or shit like that. But this is free public school. 
right. that you can go to and they're supposed to teach you. You, ha- you have to fight, fuss and fight for your kids to get up every day, to go to school on time. This is somebody who wanted to learn. Why are we taking that away from them? Why are we... Why are because, we because, because, no, there is um, certain, um, like, lessons or programs for this kind of thing, whereas though she wouldn't have had to be in uh, actual high school around kids doing this. So there is uh, programs for this. So... But- but, I don't think they sh- they should be penalized. She they just went the wrong route. Let's yeah. okay. Let's think about it. Right, we all have been to school, and homeschooling is different from going to actual school. Right, that's what I mean. The programs you actually go to a place and you learn. It's but, not. It's, yeah. it's just like school, but you wouldn't be in high school with other seventeen year old kids. So, are you in another classroom setting where you're with more people? Because right. maybe. Maybe. Right. Okay. Yeah, you are. But she, maybe she had to pay for that shit. Right. And there's also free programs. That's what I'm saying. That's why when E said they don't, they give them motherfucking foreigners a lot of shit. <laughs> they give them a lot of shit. Yeah, but honestly, honestly, I don't know of many. And I'm not saying that there are not any programs out there for free. Um, English lessons or English classes or whatever the case may be, there very well may be some, but there's not a lot. Not in Philadelphia anyway, because I know many, we have workers that work with us and they cannot find any and they cannot speak English in such a sad situation and they want to learn. I don't. I don't believe that you can't find any. I. I believe that you just not for not for free you know how to or low it. income. So you just saying that's, that that's not, not for free or low income. That's so not true. Well, then we need to do some research and 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 then so that that's I can help them out because even even I've looked and I haven't been able to stumble that's across what I'm saying. anything. I, I've been, I guess I've been on yeah. certain boards of you know, you know like community boards of Southwest or whatever where they have these programs like at the Ville and all that when they redid all that they have these programs in place for people and it's not and it is for free. So it is available, but you just have to know about it. If you don't know right. about it, then you can't right. get access to it. Yeah, that's it. That's it, exactly. Maybe maybe somehow we can find out about it so yeah. I can pass it along. Because it's a couple people that I know that really desperately, desperately needs it and just can't afford it. Right. You know, can't afford it. Um, this one says, if you didn't know English... How is she supposed to know about the programs? Facts. That's that's true, but you got it. Nobody in your family know English? Listen, a lot of the times themselves or with just another person. Guess how how I feel about foreigners. Get the fuck out of my country. Oh, shit. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, shit. You feel like that? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do because I hate when I see foreigners outside. Blah, 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 blah. What the fuck are you saying, sweet English? <laughs> Stop it. Oh my god! Out of my country, man. Speak so, English. Man. I, I can't go to Barcelona tomorrow and, and, and walking in like I'm 17 years old and no, ask for no, education. Now you know. Uh-uh. Fuck no, dog. Would that they be gonna, wrong? They, they gonna look at you as a pedophile, man. That's what I was getting ready to say. Yeah, they gonna look at you as a pedophile, dog. Cause I'm around kids. Yes. 
That's understandable. Now, I can understand that. If we're saying that the young lady put chop, put the children in That's danger. What I'm saying. Her mom signed off on this. What if they was running a cult? And she was, she was like, she was sent to the school to go recruit kids. <laughs> no. Right. No, man. And wanting to learn English was just her ploy. All right. No, I mean, I guess you never I know. It. I respect it. I ain't gonna say I don't respect it. I respect the right. I respect the, the, the trying to learn. You gotta respect going to whatever lengths you can. Cause we 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 blast people for yeah. not wanting to learn. So this right, person right. went to the extreme lengths of saying, fuck it, I want to learn English this much. I'm opposed as a 17-year-old little girl. Who found hold up? Who found out? That's just <laughs> who found who out who snitched? Somebody somebody snitched. Somebody yeah, snitched. Somebody had to snitch. Somebody snitched. And the school is not doing background like that. Right. right. Not snitched? at all. Right. right. Somebody a had cousin to who couldn't get in the school too. Facts. <laughs> somebody did something. Who snitched? Facts. Somebody had to tell. Listen. She probably smashed somebody. These schools ain't checking. No, she probably smashed somebody. She probably smashed one of the little young bulls. And then their parents found out. And then that's how everything hit the fan. Mm-mm-mm. She I mean, smashed one of the young bulls. That's what happened. Out of control. Out of control. No, hit that. No, like old heads. No, it was no. No snitched. <laughs> <laughs> She's too young for me. She's 28. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> well, listen, look at lady. When I was 16, I wouldn't, I couldn't go pet, I couldn't go under 40. 40 was my 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 minimum. Right. As I get older, the minimum changes. It gets to be 40. I'm 40 now. My minimum probably is like 55, 60. Um, yeah, Lady B. This is a this is a real thing. Um mm-hmm. You can get locked up for lying about your age to go to a different school. I got kicked out of one of my schools before yeah. for using the address. Yeah, yeah different address. Yeah, yeah that's, that's how. I, I, that's, why I, that's why I said I used my grandma's address on the other side of Springfield because on the other side it was Mitchell. Right. I didn't want me to go to Mitchell. Be with my friends. She used my grandma's address was a couple blocks away, which puts me in Longstreet, which is a whole totally different school. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, that's a lot. I think that part is stupid because you just a kid trying to go to a, a good school a or a better better school. school, yeah. school. I think that is stupid. But yeah, put your know. kids in the fucking school that you want. Let these right. learn. Right. If you mm-hmm. want them to go to school and that's when they're going thriving, you know that's gonna be the best for them. Let them do it. Like stop right hampering right. these kids and putting them in environments that they're not going that they can't survive in. And that's what's mm-hmm. gonna be. The parent knows this child best. Like they your, your parent might say, This school right here is too rough on my kid. But this school right here is going to give them a whole different vibe or take them out of their normal element of being around their friends. Why can't they? Why can't you choose what school you want your kid to go to? As long as they learn it, this fucking public school is free. All right. All right. So as we continue to talk about school, do we got a video for this? No, we don't have the video for it. But let's talk about the. But I'll tell the people what happened. So in Philadelphia, there's a very known high school that's an all-girls school that's called Girls High, where it's only attended by females. So this girl was set to graduate, and as always, they always tell the parents and they always tell the students, we don't want uh, parents screaming out and going overboard when your name is announced 
and they tell the kids, we want y'all to come and get your diploma and behave and don't do any extra stuff, whatever, whatever. They tell you all this ahead of time. So this particular um, teenage girl who was graduating was getting her diploma. When they were set to announce her name, she actually did the gritty dance, which is not uh, like a twerk dance or nothing. It's just a regular little dance that, you know, some all the kids do and some adults do as well. But it's not a harmful dance, none of that. But she did the dance and the uh, principal or whoever was that was handing out the diplomas denied her her diploma and removed her from the stage. So she was denied that moment in your life where you walk across the stage and you get your diploma. So do y'all think that this was a right action, being as though she knew the rules and still violated? Or we see this every day at every single graduation where the parents scream out anyway <laughs> and the kids scream back anyway. <laughs> and it's just a, a happy occasion. Like, that's just mm -hmm. what people do. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. Like, this is a, a monumentous occasion in both the parents and the child's life. Like, I get it. You want to have some order to the ceremony. You want the ceremony to proceed along faster or in a timely manner. And the applauses and the, the screams and all of that, the dancing could slow up the process. However, and a, and a lot of times, hold on, each my bad. Uh -huh. But uh -huh. and a lot of times, Juanita says she saw the video earlier. Uh -huh. So what did you think about it, uh, Juanita? A lot of times they don't want that because there's going to be certain kids that don't have people there for them, and they don't want them to feel like they're left out. That's 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 why that is. Go ahead. Ish. And I can understand that, but to then deny a person the the right to be excited or to to just to have a celebratory moment. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I, I can't get with that concept. And also I can't get with the fact that not only just her, but there were several other students that they did this to, that they did not give the diploma to. And I think to still that moment of joy for something so small, even knowing the rules, understanding that, even knowing the rules to take that moment from them. And that one girl in particular was just horrible like that is just something that she's never going to forget um and and they deprived her of a special moment for something so small like the chuckles that came from her doing the gritty dance like the small chuckles it was it was fairly quiet i mean it wasn't like loud and boisterous her dance wasn't all wild and crazy like for them to do that to her was just kind of weird we should take that so the, the, the school lesson question is called Girls High is the school here in Philadelphia, and they hold their students to a higher standard of excellence, right? Um, it also is in a partnership with Central High School, which at one point was the all-boys school, which now has um, dual enrollment of both male and female. Um, alumni of Central High School is um, Philadelphia's own Bill Cosby. Um, went to Central. He's a he's a well-known alumni. I know that name doesn't always sit well when you hear it nowadays, but it has to be recognized, right? The reason why I said the things that I just said is because when you hold these students to a higher standard of excellence, you expect and you are taught differently. We just talked about knowing your role and your place in society and what comes with 
doing something that you know you're not supposed to do. So if you went to this school for four years and they told you these are the, this is our language, this is what's in our bylaws, this is what the consequences are when you do certain things, then you got to respect it. Just because it's small doesn't mean that you can still do it and get away with it. Because what they're doing is preparing you for the real world. And far too often do we see things like this going on. Petty little thefts, little small crimes. And, you know, when it happens to us, we want justice. But when it happens to our family members, we want to free them and we want them to get off. We got to make it make sense all the way across the board. Because what that tells you is if you can disrespect this, you're going to somehow disrespect something small that you think is small. Um, somewhere down the line. So it's just teaching them responsibility. If this is what they're teaching, if this is what they're, if this is what they say, this is goals, then let, let that go. And, 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 and I get the, the celebratory, you know, thing of, you know, wanting to show out, wanting your parents and your, your, your peoples to scream your name and then be proud of your accomplishments of 12 years, getting through school and making it right. That's a, that's a, that's a feat. That's not, far too common in our culture but when you have an institution that you've went to for four years say we're not dealing with that that's the reason why we don't let everybody in yeah. I, I agree i agree with i i agree with your sentiments now but let's let's play this scenario you're the student and your parent screams out your name so they withhold your diploma are you mad at your parent or are you mad at them As, a, as my parent, I would expect you to have a little bit more tech for the moment. Nigga, please. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> fucking parents are screaming their name out when they get their I, name off. That's at other schools. As we heard, we yeah, say that's, that's at every school graduation I've ever been to. I, I know. <laughs> I know. But in, at that graduation that we've seen on, you heard nothing. You heard nothing. You may have heard a clap, a cheer, but you ain't hear 19 people screaming. Yo, go Nasir. Like, will you see? It was real. It was real intimate. It looked like it was real, right? Whatever. I get it. If I do it, if my parents do it, that's my parent. I got to hold them accountable. They didn't go to the school for four years. They didn't hear what I had right. to hear for four years. I did. That's what, I, that's what I'm asking, though. So, so you going to be mad at you going to be mad at your mama? No. Mama, <laughs> you know why I won't be mad at my mom? My mom got opportunity to see me grace that stage. I'm gonna get my diploma some way, somehow. Like right. that piece of paper, that piece of paper does nothing for does nothing for me. Cause she seen my parent got got an opportunity to see me walk across that stage and 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 and, and um commenced commenced this 12 years of education that she they they sent me to for me to achieve this goal. They happy. I'm happy that they got an opportunity to see that. They hold my diploma, they withhold it. It is what it is. But um, if I do it, then I gotta understand the consequences that come with that. Right. And 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 live with the consequences. All right, Ish. Um, I will play the scenario out for you. You're the parent and like, you're look, we got a person who actually went to the school, right. so tell us what the bylaws are. Right. Like, I understand I understand the bylaws, but I understand black parents too. <laughs> um, Ish, <laughs> you're the parent and your son does the gritty dance and then they remove him from the stage so you don't get to see him get his diploma. Are you mad at him or are you mad at the school? 
See, I have a totally different like stance on it just because I work in the criminal field and the criminal defense field. So I just be seeing like so many other things that the energy needs to be applied to versus this, the energy being applied to this, understanding rules, understanding bylaws, understanding that, you know, we have to, you know, follow these very strict rules, holding on our emotions. You better not. I get it. Nice. Tell adults what they should celebrate and what they should not. Tell children not to be happy and to celebrate their accomplishments. I get it. Tell a human what to do. Okay. However, if in fact it happens, because it will, these are very small and minor rules. Regardless, they are rules. I'm not taking away from that at all. So don't misinterpret that. But they're small. No. A diploma, that piece of paper might not have done it for you. But for this young woman, it was everything to her. And she simply did a little strut across the stage. Some chuckles happened. Even her parents didn't even scream and yell. Ah! It wasn't even none of that. It was, it was something so small. So I get rules and all of that. I just think they just took it to the extreme as far as snatching that moment from her or any of the other girls that they did that for. Um, and if I was the parent, I'm causing ruckus. That's what I was about to say. That's I'm what I was causing about to say. ruckus. Yeah, listen. Yeah, listen. I get it. And I'm going to be the first to say absolutely and positively. Then after the fact, then maybe they could be chastised. Maybe implement a fine or something. I don't know. Some other kind of way other than snatching the moment where their diploma is handed to them to feel all their hard work is now solidified. Just don't. That part is what is what's bothersome to me. I just want to say that um, my son went to all like charter schools and all schools that have these same kind of rules. And no, you know a certain person named Rashonda. Ro Ro. Ro Ro. Who is going to scream loudly like when he come out. And, and that's what happened every single time. Every single time. It is what it is. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't hold in a parent's emotion. You can't hold in a loved one's emotion. You can't hold in your emotions when it comes to that. But sometimes, cool, we got to understand the lay of the land. If the lay of the land say this is it, then you find another way to celebrate. Mm -hmm. If it's after you've got your diploma and you've now gone back to your seat, you do what you do, they can't take it away from you. So it's moments where you can do these type of things after you've then, like, this is where it starts to get crazy for us because what happens is we allow one, you got to allow all, but then when you take one inch, you want to take a mile. And what that does is now it creates a situation where you don't have to, you don't have to respect authority and or rules, but situations like this, because they interviewed this young lady on the news and she right. said, I get it. Right. They told us from day one, right. that ain't it. And that's right. not that. Right. I chose to do it because I chose to do it. Right. right. But I, I get just, I just I just think that's a that's a bad rule. Like I understand it. 
but I think it's just a it's just a bad rule. Because... I think it's a rule that should be revisited. I think right. you know that they they, yeah. they can do some tweaking because times are different. Every every time every era is different. You got different. You got social media era now. You got you got the cell phones getting pulled out every era. You got people that want to show out for the TikTok and the gram. We get it. Allow people to to to, to have their moment, especially at, at something like this. Right. But do it respectfully. I thought you know her, what she did was respectful. But if mm-hmm. the rules is the rules, and you gotta follow the fucking rules because in life we know we got rules to follow. And if we don't, there's repercussions. And that school in that moment was trying to teach them that. That's how I felt. Now she did get the diploma back because the school board, the school district of Philadelphia said, under no under no circumstances are we. Yeah, they gotta give you your diploma. Yeah, they, they gotta give it to you. They just and they issued an apology too, basically stating that they didn't mean for her her moment to be ruined. You know what but I mean? They're really ruining the moment. You yeah. think ruining the moment? Yes. I mean, for some, it might not be that important. Right. You know, for some, it might not be that important. But what? But if, for but what others, if, but, uh, my fault. But what had if the principal that was handing out the diploma said, "Just go to your seat, and we we'll got you at the end of the ceremony. Just go to your seat. You did enough." Mm-hmm. What if she did that? What you mean? Still didn't give her the diploma? No, no, no. But when she was, because they had a little altercation, and not an altercation, they had a little, they had a little something there, words back and forth, right? So what if this, the, 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 the teacher or the, the principal said, "You're not getting your diploma now. Just go to your seat. We'll give it to you at the end of the ceremony." It's you still know? a moment. It's still the moment of being walking across the stage and getting your diploma. That is a moment. That's why I said yes. There are rules in place, but us as black people. We don't give a fuck about those rules. That moment when the kid is walking across the stage and getting their diploma, your parent, if you have a black mother or a loud voiceless parent, they're going to scream out your name and say, yes, yeah. And that's just a part of the graduation. That is the moment. They got their cameras ready. That is the moment. The moment. That's why I said it's it's just so crazy to implement those type and I get the rules like I will say it again and again and again, but to implement that it's just so fucked up. Very like, fucked. Really, it is like don't you be happy, be silent as a pin. Right. You I should hear a pin drop. You right. better walk in in across this stage, right. and if you don't, right. Then but, all of but, your hard work, all of your parents' right. proud moments, I'm going to snatch that from you because you don't follow my rules. That is insane to me. But and let's let's stay right there. Let's let's stay right there though, Ish, because I do agree with you some on somewhat of that now. Because I will say, mm-hmm. in that instance, you have to be mindful of the school that you choose. Yeah. And so that's it. If you know that this is this school has these particular rules or whatever, I'm not going to that school. Right, right, right. Simple. Right, that's cool. Right, or abide by their rules, do what they say, and you know you'll get what you want out of it. Right, Cynthia. She couldn't take yeah. a picture at that moment. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you missed that. You missed the moment. Missed the opportunity. I'm enrolling in school. <laughs> so I can learn English and get my diploma. Wow. <laughs> Please. It's the world traveler. Solid. What's up? We can move on, man. 
<laughs> we had an ideology now, brothers. Man, listen. Um, the ideology section of the, uh, of the, of the telecast. I kind of, I kind of want to put you and each on the hot seat tonight. Oh, how did the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, am me. I going to cry? Am I going to get angry? Am I going to get triggered? I'm You're not going to cry or get angry. Um, okay. <laughs> it, it's something that is a thing, but you might not realize it's a thing. So I want to put you and Nell on the hot seat, and y'all people in the chat as well. And I want to ask y'all. Um, ideology is about breaking down these certain ideologies that people have and you might be on this side of it or that side of it or you know you might have your own interpretation of it but this week's ideology is is it all about the benjamins because each once stated no he can't drive the bus <laughs> if that's his only ambition <laughs> and no is a bougie antithesis <laughs> who, who loves the Dallas side as well. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen in the chat, and you and Ish, let me know, is it strictly all about the Benjamins? Well, we know money is not everything. We know money. People say that. People say that, but then everything they say they want or everything they want to do involves money. Right. But we have to be honest and say that a good portion of what we do is attributed to getting to the coins. Period. I I mean, that's just keeping it real. So it is all about the Benjamins in in all actuality, in my opinion, yes, oh, it is. That's what I'm talking about. You stand on your truth. Fuck yes. that bus driver. Fuck you. No, bus and driver. and listen. <laughs> and if we will recollect, I didn't say necessarily fuck him. I just said he wouldn't be for me if that right. was the only thing. That's the he same thing. He fuck the bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the bus driver. Man. <laughs> be ambitious to more, and that means up, to no. more. Fulfillment and money. Hell yeah, it's about the dollar. That's what that makes the world go around. Um, is 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 um, you know, as as it hurts to hear it, but mm-hmm. that's life. Um, you know, nothing moves but the money. You know, we hear so many different cliches when it comes to that, and absolutely, that's the case. We 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 go to work. I don't believe that. Go ahead, I'm gonna let you finish. We go to work to make money. We um. You know, money is money drives a number of different things for a lot of different people, right? Everybody has their own has their own um, vice when it comes to money. Some people value it. Some people just some people use it as a necessity. Some people use it as um, you know a, a, a means to to be able to just live, and some people just could care less. So you know, it's all about you know what it looks like for you. Um, and with that, and what that does, yes, I have so many bougie qualities, <laughs> but I don't, I don't, um, I don't place money as an as an overall importance in life. You know, I, I that it helps. So please, let's not get it misconstrued. It helps immensely to be able to enjoy the things that you that you need. You, to you, agree, you agree with this one now? Men need money for them. I don't know what that means. 
<laughs> no, I, I, I honestly think it's the opposite way around. Men need money for women. <laughs> it wasn't for women. We wouldn't get our haircuts. We wouldn't give a fuck about anything. Money is a driving force in a man's life in order to keep up that lifestyle to get a woman or to keep that woman or whatever. So it's not men need money for them. No, It's so different. So the question is, is it all about the Benjamin? So is, if you look at everything that you want or anything that you need in life, is it money-based? So, spectrum of that is this week, this past week, I had an opportunity to experience something that money couldn't buy. And that was the love of family. And when you talk to me, and anybody who knows me knows me, my family is such an important. Let, let's stay right there. Let's stay right there. Did you yes. spend money to go on this vacation? I was getting ready to say, <laughs> absolutely. We love, we love all of the things that because it's do still money based. Right. <laughs> we love all of the things that don't have to fall on the shoulders of money to not be solely about money. But in all actuality, money is. The, the very thing that allows us to be so present with our families or to be able to do things with our families and even gathering at a, at a house. You need food, you need beverages, you need paper products, you money, money allows you to be able to do the things in life. I, I mean, I don't know. I say... Well, so it's so funny. y'all so y'all both agree that it is all about the Benjamin. No, it's not. <laughs> Nell said no. Not, he says not, yes. No, it's very contradictory down here. I know, it's very it's given very <laughs> contradictory, but it's not all about the money. Yes, you do need money to 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 exist to to be able to afford the vacations to go on with the families. You need money for right. Them. But my question is, could you not did that time with your family without the vacation? Yes. Exactly. But it was chosen not to. Not chosen just to do it holistically in the backyard with 400 family members. It wasn't. We had 400 family family members um, converge on, well, 300 converged to the Bahamas and the other 100 goes to the Florida area. And we got together all together at some point. So we could have did it in our backyard, but it still wouldn't have been without money because everybody lives in different places. Not everybody lives here in Philadelphia or South Carolina. We all had to come together. But could it have been done in the backyard? Absolutely. Would it cost anything? No. Right. But it took money to bring us together and put us in that paradise type of field. Right. All right. So I, I want to break this down to y'all because, like I've said before, you know, I've seen money. Um, break my family in a number of occasions. That's why it doesn't hold the same value to me. So as a kid, I've seen when my dad died, I've seen the whole family fight about the money. People stopped talking to each other. It broke up the family. When my grandfather died, I've seen my mom stop talking to her sister, who she would talk to every single day. But this one thing broke them up and they still don't even speak till this day. Wow. 
So I have a, a different take on money because I also knows, know what it looks like to be 18 and I got money and the people around you don't have money <laughs> and now you it isolates you. It does. <laughs> right. It does. So it, not only does it isolate you, it causes issues right. within that camp. We we know right. for, we know firsthand, man, you right. know and what that looks like. Right. So what I'm saying is when I wake up on a daily basis, money is not my first thought or objective. Money is something that I can pretty much do in my sleep <laughs> because I already know what I have to do. Like I have to get up and I have to do X, Y, and Z in order to get money. But that's not my thought process. My thought process is not how can I get more money or X, Y, Z, whatever it may be. Like, my my thing is I believe in like there's nothing in the world better than a love moment when you're in love with a person and that person is in love with you and y'all might have things that y'all have to do throughout the day. But at the end of the day, when y'all come together, that time is not about money. Mm -hmm. That time is about y'all just being together. Whether y'all have money that day or y'all don't have money that day, the money don't matter. <laughs> because totally, the love is bigger than that. I totally understand. Absolutely, love is bigger than that. Love is way much more bigger than that. But when you haven't had those uh, um, unexpected situations that have you to um, dispel money, like some people haven't had family members fight haven't had opportunities where there had to be decisions made and, and there was large sums, sums of money that divided families. You know, you don't have people that have that. You have people that have, have, have lived in squalor and never had. And then the moment they have an opportunity to come up out of that, that's their main focus because they don't want to go back to where, where they came from. So it, it's not necessarily the praise of money. It is the, the need of what that what money can give you. It gives well, you flexibility. That's what I'm asking you. What, money what gives you flexibility. Money mm -hmm. gives you money gives you a freedom that if you did not have it, causes you to be in shackles. Meaning, it causes you to be isolated from whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. That's what I'm asking. What are you trying to achieve? It could be anything such it as could be anything. home. It could be it could be putting a roof over your head, a comfortable. Let's let's say right there. Let's say right there. Say you wanted a big house or whatever. You can put a plan together and you can get this big house. Uh -huh. But if that doesn't happen, is your life in shambles? No. If you just got an apartment, are you still all right? Yeah. Yeah. But you got people. But you got people who don't have that mindset of understanding. That life still goes on, even if you haven't obtained that dream that you've been working hard for. Right. right. But then, too, you got people that's overly motivated to chase right. that dream until they've got it. And it doesn't always necessarily equate to money, but money helps a little bit more because uh -huh. dreams are dr dreams are dreams. We, when we dream, hopefully when you're dreaming of having something, money is always going to always going to be that water that that is always going to be pumped in because you know that it takes that to get to certain things but all dreams and all dreams and aspirations don't have a 
a dollar sign attached to it. It could have so much more that comes with it, but money is going to give you flexibility. All right, let, let's stay let's let's stay right there in the flexibility of money. So do you do you know that there's a facade around money, right? For sure. So there's a facade around money to whereas though you could be chasing this money, chasing this money till you get whatever you're trying to get. You can get this big house that you're trying to get, but now you're sitting in this house by yourself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And also, even the people that come around you, they coming around you because you because money. money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, a gift and a curse. it's a gift and a curse. We all right. know. Right. We, we right. understand that when blessed with it, it could, it, it, could, it could offer so many blessings. But then, too, the flip side of the curse that comes along with it is it can isolate you from and, and have you guarded and jaded to, to not being able to trust people because you have this kind of money or everybody always ringing your phone because they know you have it and mm-hmm. the, you're the go to. So you have to isolate yourself from always being the facilitator of, of, of giving people what they always need you for money. So it's a gift and a curse. And, and it's a and it's a beautiful and ugly marriage. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you at any point do you blend those two things together? And you and the only way it seems is isolating yourself. All right. Because the moment you isolate yourself and put yourself in, in, in these sort of bubbles to where nobody knows what you got going on, you're you 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 put yourself in a box of just being yourself by yourself, and that's a lonely, cold world. So that's what I'm saying. So are are you happy in that position where you're chasing the money and you got the money, but you're isolated? Are you happy with that? No, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna keep it. I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I'm I'm very, I'm very forward when it comes to going to chase my dreams. I'm very forward in going to going to work to work as hard as I possibly can to 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 get what I can get as much as I can get. But I'm also on the flip side, very 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 given. Right. I'm, I give to whoever I need to give to because I want them to come along with me. Uh-huh. Meaning if I'm with you, you can count on me because I give a fuck. Right. And money is money is money comes and goes. Right. And that's what I was going to say, too. Now, absolutely. And, and piggybacking off of that. Honestly, do you have to get money and be? Is it always that you're by yourself? No. Is that the only in return? No, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is no, you might not be by yourself, but the people that are with you are there because of the money. I can't worry about that. But but what if it is what if I, it's your I, right hand or your family or or people I, that they, are just they still there because of the money? What are we talking about? Even but if somebody, what, they were there with you, somebody you was there for the money. Right. And they're still there because there you got it. But this thing, me, Darnell. I can't worry about if somebody is there just for the money because my heart is still pure and my heart is wanting to give because that's who I am. If you're here to take advantage, shame on you because at some point exposure is going to expose you and now you've played yourself. But I'm always going to give regardless the money. If I got it, if I don't, I'll figure a way to get it. Because I always want it to be a situation to where I'm comfortable and the people in and around me are comfortable. And do y'all also know of times where a child maybe shower with money and gifts, but they haven't been raised with love and now they don't know how to love? I had a cousin just like that. Spoiled. 
always got what he wanted. Never had to, never had to earn it. Just had to cry and throw a little temper tantrum, and and, and it was theirs. But growing up, they think that now that's the that's the way to go because that's all right. they learned as a child. Of if I just cause a scene, somebody's mm-hmm. going to give me what I want, and that's not life. All right. All right. Or or. Or constantly showering somebody with gifts doesn't necessarily equate to love. It just means there's a means to your presence. And mm. your presence comes with a gift. No, no, no. No, no, no. I have no problem with providing. But just know that 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 ends without me getting what I need in return. Mm-hmm. So you need uh, reciprocation on your payment. (laughs) (laughs) The reciprocation is just the the, the reciprocation is and and it may seem like I need I need something in return. All I ask in return is 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 just respect. Respect. Mm -hmm. Not not kiss my ass. But but that's what that's what I mean. Um, Respect. Respect me enough to if you is just there for the money. Make right. it look good. Just make that's it look what good. I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, you cool with that. I'm because I, I will never know. I'm not going hunting for it. <laughs> right, right. You're gonna be too busy getting getting to the paper even more. I'm too busy figuring out ways right. for me, you, for us, for us. Just don't make me I, I just wanted to see if y'all was cool with that. It's cool. <laughs> like no one, but, but when you when you when you get down into the nuts and bolts of it, when you really dissect it, nobody ain't really cool with it. Uh-huh. Nobody is not cool with, with with it. It's what's understood, right? And would I rather have to deal with that, or have to deal with not having no bread? I'm always. I rather I rather have to deal with you being genuine in my presence. Yeah, that's all I want. I just, <laughs> I just want genuineness. I don't I don't care about the optics. I don't care about any of that. I don't care with like. The, the bringing to the table. I just want genuineness. I, that's all. I want genuine. like, like I said something about growth, and a lot of times when you throw out this word growth, right, people look at it like the only thing in growth is if I get my money up, if I get a bigger house, if I do th- that is not the only thing that is in growth. Mm-hmm. You can what- grow. You can grow as a person. You can obtain more knowledge. You can be a better family member. You can be a better spouse. All these things are not just bonded in growing your money. Yes, you should mm-hmm. want to grow your money, but if that is your whole existence, mm-hmm. then what are we doing? Yeah, mm-hmm. like like y- y'all hear us talk about on our sneaker show, because you know that's that's mm-hmm. reciprocated by money. Money has to go into that in order for us to achieve the things that we, the content that we have, and 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 and, and this big um collection that we've grown. You got to have money for that, but that's the goal is not. Oh, I gotta amass all this money in order to do that. No, the goal is just to work as work as, work how I can work to be the most productive that I can be in a smart way versus the hard way. Now, like I'm 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 not twenty. 30 no more. I'm in my 40s. I don't want to work hard. I want to work smart. Where it's going to put me in a position and earn money in a smart way, right? Let my businesses work for me. Let my investments work for me. That way, in about five to 10 years, I can retire at 45 or 50, where most people can't retire until they're 65. I want that to be the case. So is my goal goal 
is my driven, I mean, is my goal dollar sign driven? No, it's the more smarter way to amass this income that or amass this lifestyle that I'm that I am used to living or better is not always focused upon money. It's more or less for the, the, the sheer enjoyment of me being able to enjoy that money. Right. Like like what I'm saying is um when like when we do these shows or when I obtain knowledge or whatever it may be, it's not money based. Like I want to be great and that will bring money in. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not trying to be great just to get money. Yeah. I'm trying to be great to be great. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you have people that that attach a dollar sign to 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 what greatness looks like to them and they mm-hmm. leave that because that's not real. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. They- well, for some people and not to cut you off now, I think that's what I was getting ready to say, too. It's all going to be based on what the individual is searching and seeking for themselves, not in all actuality, what is good for the the goose is good for the gander. You know what I mean? Some people are going to be mind-based and goal-driven on certain things that whatever their upbringing, whatever their goals or achievements or things are, it doesn't necessarily mean, I think when I say that money is important to me, I don't think that in all of that and money being important to me and what I strive for my greatness, I don't think that I'm saying that I don't want to be a good person or I don't want to learn or I don't want to tap into love or I don't want to, you know what I mean, uh, uh, impose greatness upon upon the world while I am getting to this bread or that is the only thing. I think individuality sets aside those things for each person. Right. And what well, it is that you're stay, trying let, to let, let's stay right there, Ish, because mm-hmm. some people don't have and you know individuality. Right. right. Some people, if they're on a money hunt, that's it. Right. So whatever that may be, whether that be the new house or the new car mm-hmm. or whatever, once you get that, then what? Mm-hmm. What's next? Right. What's that's next? what I'm asking. What's next? Yeah. If you're a person that's all about the Benjamins, what's next after you get the Benjamins? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is it that you're doing along the way? And I definitely get that. I don't even what you're doing along the way. Once you reach your goal, what's next? Or it, some people might not have a goal. Their goal might be to keep just keep making money. That's all I'm doing. Right. I'm making right. money. I'm just going to keep making money. Well, see, and that's the thing, too, T. What you're doing along the way so that when you get to the money, that it it, it, it is something of substance there. Because what, are, what are you doing along the way if all you're doing is getting the money right but that's what i'm saying you have to be doing something in conjunction with getting the money you have to be building you have to be touching people you have to be uh uh uh, growing like you said within yourself you have to be doing the work as well as trying to get the money so that when you do get to the top and you do get the money then you're able to then have something there. What the fuck is wrong with this thing? What is happening? <laughs> Something's on fire? What is, what is going on? Why is there a fire in your sink, Mel? I'm burning my money. Listen, listen, each. Speak that's a no English. I each, that, that's what I'm saying. So the people that is all about the money, when they're when they don't have anything else going on, right? What else going on? Right, right. I get it. 
And that's why, and, and, and you know what? It makes perfect. It makes perfect sense. Like right. Yeah, like no, no. Like look. Like say a person that's rich, right? But nobody wants to be around you because you just rich. You don't have no personality. Right. <laughs> you not or, fun to be around. Or if you if you consider yourself a coin chaser, and you're never feeding into your actual craft of what you're chasing the coin for. All right. If you're never growing your craft or putting into your craft. You're chasing a facade, right? That's that what I said. A facade of money. You're not putting in. You're not building your craft. You're not honing in on the things that you need to hone in for people to gravitate to grow your numbers. Mm. Like it, it, it's all about the coins. I've been getting coins. Since <laughs> <laughs> money, baby, is all about the coins. People, I pay attention to y'all IG stories and y'all Facebook stories. I'm going to definitely quote y'all shit. <laughs> what am I talking about? I'm just being messy over here. I can't. Look, though, it's Father's Day, man. It's, it's Father's Day. You got that's That's what I'm talking about. That's how you're supposed to get your Father's Day off. Money. <laughs> money. Money, and if you didn't have the money, then you wouldn't be able to do stuff like that. Yeah, listen. That, that is Gucci. That don't listen. tickle. My, that don't tickle my. Family. It don't tickle <laughs> your fancy, but you <laughs> were <laughs> kind <laughs> enough to wait. Wait, wait. It my don't tickle your fancy, but you were kind enough to show us. That was jokingly. <laughs> that was being sarcastic. Tis. Tis. <laughs> that was being sarcastic. Did y'all see how? Did you see how tickled my fancy guy? I was almost... <laughs> exactly. I'm like Gucci money. I said, damn. I, you speak of my <laughs> but as we all as, as we can see, right? The true term money being the root of all evil has so many different connotations to it, and it has a lot of truth to it. And when you start to realize that, you know, we, we hoard or you know, our expectations are placed upon money instead of the realness of what it looks like, then 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 then, then the whole conversation is diluted, right? It's like what are you really doing it for? Are you doing it for the love or are you doing it for the money? Because right. when you do it for the love, the money going to come because that's what I'm saying. You giving it endless, endless hours of you, which is is going to enrich that platform even more. If you just doing it for the money, you just showing up. Right. You just showing up and you just and you just doing it. To, oh, I got to do this again. I'm here. Whatever. But when you doing it for the pure enjoyment of what you do then you'll start to see that money coming in on the back and you like, damn, like, I didn't know this was possible from whatever I'm doing. What, uh, and, and also, I, I just want to make a point of, can we have some objectives when it comes to this money? Like, can we be like, yo, I want to do X, Y, Z, and let's put a plan together and let's do that. Or are we just like, no, I just need money just to, just to have money. Yeah. <laughs> what is the objective? Is what yeah, I'm I right. Always, move with an objective. I always go into a thing with objective. Like if my if I'm working hard for this and I'm and I'm um putting this money aside, it's for this particular thing. Like my goal is to retire at the age of 45, 50 at the latest, not 62 and 65. My goal is to retire 45. I'm 42 now, so that means I got three years to go to the my minimum. My max is 50. So that means I got another eight years in front of me to make it happen. That's why I'm amassing this amount of money or I'm working as hard as I can because that's my goal. Or I'm trying to buy this house. 
over here. And the reasons why I'm working overtime or double time is because I need this money to save while I, uh, while I still pay rent or mortgage here on this property. And I'm still putting money aside for that. So you have to have objectives. And as a former financial advisor, who spoke to people on these type of on these various type of things? If you have no plan in place, what are you doing it for? Facts, right? Because and, al- and also not to just only have objectives, have something else outside of those objectives. Yes, mm-hmm. but fallbacks, fallback plans, fallback plans. Like in, in this world, in this day and time that we live in, you gotta have kind of like a, a plan Z Z. Yeah, because A and B and C has already been already been used up and it's already been, you know, I mean, it's already been. I, I mean, I just want to stay on that point, because as we see the um, what they call them, the clear people, <laughs> the, the clear people, you know, will have these money objectives. And then when something goes awry, you see them jumping out of the window and shit like that. And it's like, mm-hmm. yo, but then so. Even our people, and I'm going to focus on our people, we don't put an importance on having goals and objectives. We live for it right now. We don't live for how it's going to, if a rainy day comes, what that's going to look like for me. We live mm-hmm. for, oh, my God, I got paid today. I'm going to spend it tomorrow, by tomorrow. Or I got this in my account. All right, I'm going to spend it all, and I'm going to figure it out next week. Instead of putting a plan in place, to where you still can spend, but you save more than what you're spending. That way, if you need to tap into a resource or you need to hit that hit that reset button again, you have something to fall back on. And we don't, as a society, mm-hmm. even implement those practices. We're just so in the moment now. It's going to be now. I don't know what yeah. tomorrow going to look like. I don't know if I'm going to live and see tomorrow, so I'm going to just ball out now. Mm-hmm. But then you wake up tomorrow and you got a hangover and your ass is broke. Right. I mean, that's a that's a kind of slippery slope because sometimes I do live in the moment, and you know, some sometimes I do believe in enjoying yourself and in, in that time, because that is true. Tomorrow may not come, mm-hmm. and there's people that's going to be chasing this money, chasing this money, chasing, and they're going to die without doing anything in their fucking life because the only mm-hmm. thing that they were doing was chasing money. Yeah. Definitely gotta have a plan in each instance for sure. Cause if you don't have a plan, then what do you got? So even if you are living in the moment, you got your plan to fall back on. <laughs> and and now Aisha is all about the Benjamins, y'all. I just want to make sure that's clear. <laughs> all about the Benjamins. <laughs> y'all can let us know in the wait, chat. Wait, wait, let me go grab my fur real quick so I can do the little Kimber. Y'all can let us like, know in the chat. If y'all are all about the Benjamins as well, <laughs> let, let us know if you are all about the Benjamins in the chat, nah, people. So. I ain't all about the Benjamins. I got plans. Not, not solely, <laughs> yes. Plans plans with it. But, but sure. Working we, hard. Working hard. We got going in 60 seconds. We're going to keep going in 60 seconds real short. Shout out to the Denver Nuggets for um, taking over the NBA world this season. 2023 um, NBA champions. They beat the Miami Heat. Um, four games to one, demolish the Miami Heat. Um, the season is already starting with a bang. We had a big blockbuster trade today. The Phoenix Suns and the uh, Washington Wizards um, commencing the trade. Bradley Bill moving from Washington over to Phoenix, which is T's team. 
So they have a juggernaut over there looking like Devin Booker, Bradley Bill, and Kevin Durant to round out their their big three um, with a with a, you know with a significant amount of role players over there. So um, shout outs to Phoenix for pulling off what I call the 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 high kill coup of the century, actually getting one of a, a, a top player at his position and also in the NBA for little next to nothing. Um, catch my boys at every Thursday. Actually, that was last week's episode. Yeah, we're on a hiatus right now. We're on a hiatus. So I know a lot of people are used to Thursdays at 7 um, with the guys over there. You know, there. We'll be back for season two. We'll let you know the date. We'll be back for season two. Season two is, 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 is gearing up to be one of, them, one of those ones. But I know they'll pop in here and there. I know the NBA draft is coming up. You'll probably see them do something special for that. Um, NBA free free agency and, and, and frenzy pairs coming up. I'm, I'm sure you'll see and do something about that, and then season two is going to jump off. So be on the lookout for season two of um t- of action game seven. Um, it's going to be a dope season. Also, keep an eye out for 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 my segment. It's actually not going to be called booked and busy. The name of it is going to be called <laughs> Now Make It Make Sense. And inside of the Now Make It Make Sense, we have a segment called Booked and Busy. So you'll see more about that. But please be on the lookout for that. That's my new baby that I gave birth to. And that's coming out in July. I can't wait for y'all to see that. It's going to be amazing, amazing, amazing. Also, support, you know, my co-host, um, you know, T. Um, he is working on getting the second book out. Um, be patient with that. It's called One More Kiss 2. Um, that's be out here and, and, and real, real soon. I know he's, you know what I mean, got a lot of things going on and also working on that. So just be patient with that. Each always around the clock is um, always raw honeyed up. So if you need anything um, that will add a little spice to your, your your sexual experience, if you need anything that's just going to enhance you being with yourself and or your partner, hit her up because she definitely will make sure that she get it to you um, in discreet packages and also in a timely manner. Um, and then continue to keep supporting us here at Uncensored Minds. We truly appreciate your presence. We truly appreciate the people that you bring along the way with you to watch. And we just uh, appreciate the, 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 the love, the unconditional love that you show us. We appreciate y'all listening to us rant and rave. And y'all still come back each and every Sunday with the same enthusiasm and energy that it is that is you. So continue to keep bringing that as we're going to continue to keep chugging along. Uncensored Minds is not going nowhere. We were loaded. We locked in and loaded. So we're going to just keep busting off these clips um, that we got. Check out the Uncensored Minds exclusive page. I know they just dropped a nice little gem right there. T had a beautiful interview with the young lady that actually was a host with hair. That's why y'all she looked familiar. She actually was somebody who sat in on one of our um past episode so go check that out if you haven't already um and be on the lookout for even more exclusive content from each t and myself as we continue to grow this telemade network also this wednesday at 8 p.m catch us the two of us with telemade kicks we got a great special show again i'm back on solid land so a lot of things that we picked up when we was um over in the bahamas brought back so we can show y'all so we got a great show for Come on, tune on it. Tune in. Tune in. We we um you know, I've been getting coins since I was eleven years old. So, you know, I'm always nah, I'm always since I was eleven years old. <laughs> telling y'all we booked and busy over here, so you know it 
It is not all about the Benjamins, people. <laughs> Please Can't. leave. Um, Benjamins are nice and value, you know, your coins and all of that stuff. Stay booked and busy, but don't forget What's to love on your people, man. Don't forget to spend some time with your kids, man. Don't forget to spend some time with your parents, man. man. Don't forget to spend some time with yourself, man. That's big. I think that's the big one right there, man. Spend some fucking time with yourself. Mm-hmm. Learn yourself over again. Because some of the yeah. shit that I've learned this past week, I'm like, oh, shit. That's dope. Or, oh, shit, I got to correct that. Mm-hmm. Learn yourself. What are we doing, man? Oh, July 8th coming up too. That's my birthday. Learn that. <laughs> no birthday coming up. <laughs> July no. 8th. Learn that. Get now some Benjamins. Get now some Benjamins, people. Benjamin. <laughs> hey, show them that box again, T, because I don't think they right. see it. They ain't see that Gucci box. Show them the box again. Please. I, I don't know. They, I don't know. <laughs> we know. We, we, we got we know the bougies. signing up to be 17 year olds to learn English. Let's teach them how to say that. We know the bougies. I, I like them type boxes. Get them all the Benjamins. Give them the Benjamins. There you go. There you go. Gucci and green. That right there equals that right there. That right there equals that. It equals look, one it plus equals one love. equals two on the eighth. Facts. <laughs> yeah, I can Make sure y'all like and share the video. Say something. Hold up! No, 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 no. I can't let the fucking two of y'all go, and I'm saying that like that. How yeah. come Darnell wasn't on the damn poll? I thought you I don't know where you went. I don't I know where you went because you was in the lead, so I don't even know where I you went. I was about to say, yo, now funny as shit, he took it so far. You took yourself off. I thought you took yourself off. No, I'm like, yo, where my name at? Did I did I accidentally <laughs> hit it? I probably accidentally hit it with my you dumb ass. I accidentally did it. I thought you did it on purpose. <laughs> Listen, I'm like, like no, wow. what is happening here? Like, I what is happening? I see that y'all see what they doing to me? They cut me out to cut me out. <laughs> I thought you took yourself off the pool, dog. Seriously. I don't even think oh, nobody else can like you cut you out. You wasn't at the meeting. I was going to ask you, but you wasn't at the meeting. I was at the first half of the meeting. <laughs> Until my family started screaming at me in the background. <laughs> Make sure y'all like and share the video, people. Um, that interview is called Intimate Conversations. Um, I'm also going to be doing one of those with both of my co-hosts. I'll be putting them on the hot seat as well. And anybody else who wants to get on the hot seat, you're welcomed as well. But that is going to be another segment outside of Uncensored Minds that's going to be probably every week or two weeks. I'll see how it plays out. But the first uh, episode will be dropping either tomorrow or Tuesday. I'm going to tell y'all my my first guest. I'm going to make both of y'all cry on on this shit. So just be prepared. Listen, we already know I'm a crier. I ain't crying. So I know I'm I already know I'm gonna I'm cry. I'm gonna definitely make each cry. Yeah, I know I'm gonna be crying. <laughs> my first. I had first, my tissues and shit ready next to me. The first guest on now make it make sense is going to be the former co-host of Uncensored Minds. I'm Good out. Night. Good night. Y'all over. Make sure y'all have a great week. Make it make sense with KD and now. I'm out. <laughs> We out of here. See us next week. You did. (laughs) I can't.